And welcome to episode 70 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. We're in the sevens. It's legit now. I don't know how that counts, but it sounds impressive at least. My name, as always, is Jody, your host for this evening. And tonight is a big episode, so strap in. Make sure you've got some alcohol to numb the pain and uh, a black book to keep you entertained as we talk around in your ears. Um, with me in the studio as always, on our, in our virtual studio, sitting up on my left on his fence post, is the one and the only Mr. Magnus. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing just fine, Jody, and yourself? I'm You're doing good, buddy. I have a cup of tea in my hand, I have an internet connection, and you know I can update all my porn preferences, so I'm good. Oh, life is good. <laughs> Two more seconds. <laughs> life is very, very good. Um, and sitting across, sitting across on the casting couch, because he hasn't earned his way up off the casting couch to his own chair yet, because he hasn't learned how to sign off properly, is <laughs> the great Dane himself. Mr. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. What about you? Uh, you oh, just like said you were. Well, like I said, I've, I've, I, well, not only am I drinking tea, updating my porn preferences, I'm talking to you guys, and we're going to be catching up on heresy. So uh, it's all good. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. You, ha you happy? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, you got enough cheese? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, oh, fuck. That, not a story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an inside joke we may leave just for the Patreons at some point. We'll, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, that will not get on here. <laughs> And and sitting atop the throne of beer and pret beer, uh, well, I say empty beer cans and pretzels is uh, the the man, the myth, and the legend who is also in Magnus's garage at the same time. So it's a bit of a bit of a wibbly wobbly, timey wimey kind of thing. Is uh, Mister Freddy? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you? Well, uh, uh, apart from the aforementioned reasons of being good, um, I, I have a new phone, so I actually have a a screen that works. So that's that's another bonus. So it's been a, it's been a good good uh, good time for me. So I'm doing all right. You're moving up in the world, I hear. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it moving up in the world. It's from from more one more shit old phone to a slightly less shit old phone. So you know, <laughs> I guess it's all about perspective. True, 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 true. Now, before we get on with the the rest of the episode, I got to get the one thing out of the way that I always forget, and that's our social media stuff. So. Uh, if you are listening uh, for the first time, God help you. Um, if you make it through and continue to listen, that's great. Come and find us on Facebook. Uh, we are the Varangian Heresy Podcast, and we've got a podcast group attached to that when we remember to post in it. Uh, we do have Twitter, if I remember to use it, and we do have Instagram as well, where we're at Varangian Heresy. Um, most importantly, we have our email address, which is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com, where you can send us really dank and dark memes from all different varieties, requests for live dolls, which we've been getting more of recently, which is a little weird, but okay. Um, and if you have any army lists or things you'd like us to talk about, we, um, yes, our, our Patreon group, we have heard. There will be some Rangdang genocide-type conversations happening at some point in the future. Have no fear. Um, but if you want to get in touch with us in any way, shape, or form, just drop us an email at theranginheresy at gmail.com. Um, or you can get us through the messaging service on Facebook as well, because one of us will answer um, 
we've all been allowed apart apart from Eric, he's not allowed the training wheels off yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> when he gets those off, he'll be allowed to answer messages as well. So you can do that. And God forbid, if you actually like what we're doing and want to support us uh, a little bit more than just giving us a like and, and following us when we produce stuff, go over to patreon.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy and have a look at what we're doing over there. We're in the process of getting our Christmas thank yous out, I believe. Is that right, Freddie? That is correct. Exactly. Go back to work first. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just saying it's, it's happening when it's uh, when it needs to be done. So you know, there there is some stuff being cut out, and you get access uh, to lots of things if you have a look at the different tiers, including um, at the very top tier. Thanks to the wonderful man himself, Miles, at Little Legend Studios. We have um, on our ten dollar and up supporting level you actually get miles's uh, monthly seminars up there as well and we've had some fantastic stuff from miles on that so we really appreciate you on that one miles um so yeah there's lots of stuff over there so tonight is is our our year in review and what we've got to look forward to episodes coming up um so we're going to talk all about last year stuff we've done Stuff we did, places we were, people we saw, things we did or didn't get arrested for, and you know the general impact that we made on the uh, on the heresy community at large. And then we're going to talk about next year, what's going to be coming up with our event series and other awesome stuff. So it's going to be a long one, but it's going to be well worth it. Um, but before we do that, we need to go keep up with tradition and just generally go around to see what everybody's been up to recently. So. I'm going to start with Eric as he sat on his own, or, or is Jacob hiding in the background over there? Nah, he went home when you heard we had a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like, screw this, I'm going home. Yeah. Uh, fair <laughs> enough. Um, uh, so basically, um, yeah, what have you been up to, dude? Hobby-wise, what have you been doing with yourself? I've been extremely busy, actually. Um, I, I decided to join up for um, for Ajax here in uh, in January, um, the fourth of January, and apparently I wanted to make a whole new army because you know I have a reputation for being uh, being a cheesy player. Um, so not. <laughs> oh, so so it, dep- it just depends which uh, which red book you bring, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so I have uh, I'm, I've started doing like a whole new part of my Thousand Sons. So I'll just bring a bad army for the for the events, just because. Which means uh, thirty new models had to be painted from Christmas till next week. Nice. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of busy on, on Thousand Sons with thirty new foot soldiers and. On top of that, I've been playing around with some Sikaran swords I had laying around that needed to be finished. Um, and on top of that, I also got my order from Precision Snow for my militia army, which I really look forward to getting into um, because they have some really fantastic snow effects that you can do. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, uh, to telling more about that, uh, hopefully next time when I've, when I've been playing with it a bit. Cool, cool. Did you get and, your tanks yet, by the way? Yeah, I did. I did. Awesome. They haven't been assembled because I've been busy with Thousand Suns, but we got careless uh, in just over a month where I need to finish some seven tanks and uh, 30 troopers. So, yeah, so I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> Easy done, mate. Easy done. 
Yeah, yeah, almost. And I'm actually also doing a fantasy game, like creating a whole new system along with some of the Danish horror series guys. So I'm also painting on some Egyptian crocodile models and stuff like that. So yeah, I I got plenty to do. I got plenty to do. Yeah, it sounds like you have, mate. It really does. Um, okay, we're going to put, put, then bat the ball over to uh, to Magnus. What have you been up to, dude? Um, desperately trying to find some time to work on my salamanders for upcoming Adapticon. Um, since it's a brand new army, I need to finish two and a half thousand points. Whew. So um, just finished my fire breaks and my. Uh, Scaron, no, not my Scaron. I'm lying. My uh, Morrowind Scorpius. We all need some weathering, but uh, that's all. And then I'm working on two land speeders uh, at the moment. I'm assembling a Dreadclaw, a Soul Thrill, and a Dreadnought for the Salamanders. Nice. nice. Very so nice. Slowly getting there. Yeah. Cool. And I then. Lots. Sorry, go on, but... I need to buy lots and lots of new models for the army. So <laughs> this is the oh, the... world and give them all my money. Oh, the pain. Yeah, I know. How horrible. It is what it is. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah, it is the hobby that we live in. Mm, that is. And I got a brand new compressor from Freddy today. Ooh, shiny. Nice. Very, very so nice. So. Yeah, you don't have to listen to my industry compressor going fully <laughs> <laughs> So we don't have, it doesn't have to sound like there's roadworks going on anymore. Uh, exactly. ah, perfect. Well, then, and then to the man to wherever he's sitting next to you in some way, shape, or form. Freddie, what have you been up to? I'm, I'm sitting in his lap. Oh, <laughs> bless. Bless. Uh, Unpacking uh, the, well, the compressor. I've been working away on my Adeptus Titanicus. Um, I'm about 98% finished with my Warlord, and I've glued the, my two Warhounds and my Reaver together, and I'm going to glue my my second Warlord together, and then that's my five dudes. Two, two, one. Yeah, that's five. That's right. Five. Five good titans. Mats. Good match. Match for good one. Uh, and then I am working away with my, my secret project, no, I don't know. I'm also doing, as I got super motivated, I kind of arm wrestled Anders for his warlord. I, I threw some money at him and I arm wrestled him. You threw my money at him. Oh, that's true. Your money. Yep. That, that's, this is the reason why you have a new compressor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have it. So, hang on. You're going to be the owner of two warlords, 28 mil scale warlords. Yeah, apparently. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> where where <laughs> are you going to play them? <laughs> well, uh, every time I have to face Bjorn, Linus, or Eric, I'll automatically. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get you get you get them for get free, them. right? Yeah, every every <laughs> outflanking as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, infiltrating. Can't see them. Yeah, they get like a they get a three up shroud. Malacra. to see Malacra on a two plus. <laughs> 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 and nobody yeah. is disagreeing with well, this, Eric. This this might be where you've got to go. You've got to well, be worried no, about. No, no, don't don't worry, man. I, I'm up to about 40, 40 guys in my army now with Melzagon. So 
<laughs> 40 guys, yeah. It's 40 guys or 20, 20 Terminators with chain fists. And <laughs> I'll, I'll come from behind, Freddy. You know that. Well, on a warlord, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, but just, yeah, just yeah. get a couple of vortex grenades. Trust me, they work. <clears throat> <laughs> So a lot better about that. After Anders told me he was going to use a heat gun on it and melt it into terrain. What? That's a good idea. Uh, and then, and then I kind of, after winning the Titan battle with him, I kind of felt connected. <laughs> oh, is that one? Uh, and Magnus needed needed a compressor. I needed to save a warlord, and Anders just needed money. So. Everyone's happy. Wow. Everyone's happy now. <laughs> basically, basically the, the, the heresy gods aligned yeah. to, to give... Wow. Screw the heresy <laughs> gods, is all I can say. What so Was what it the warlord that hit the ground? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what I've done is I've reprimed it. Uh, put it I put, a, put it apart and I've kind of reprimed it, everything. So everything is black and then I've worked it up with metals and stuff. So... As you've probably seen on my uh, the D blast guns on Facebook, which is exhaust. Another color I have to fucking give a shout out to it's uh, Vallejo acrylic metal colored exhaust manifold. Ooh. Fuck, that is good. That is a good color. That's what does it do? It is. Uh, it's a bit. It's kind of like a neoncy. It's a bit darker than gunmetal gray. But it also has like a lighter touch to it, if it makes sense. So it's it kind of nuanced between light and dark. So it works really well yeah. with the pre-shading after with the aluminium on it. Oh, I'm looking at it now. That looks very nice. It, it's actually like I, I always use gunmetal and aluminium as a stock standard. But then I ran out of gunmetal and I was desperate. I was like, fuck, I have this one. I've never tried it. So I, I gave it a go. And it's I think it's going to be my new gunmetal instead. Nice, mm, shiny. Because I like it. So I reprimed the uh, stuff. You see here, it's like it's a bit different. Than... I'm now showing Magnus. So see for all like, our listeners. For all, show, yeah, showing... for all our listeners, this is perfect. <laughs> this is fantastic live radio right now. <laughs> the math grade, same level as the gun. Anyway, it's, uh, I recommend that color. It's, it's awesome. Nice. So it's Wait. basically been all Titan action for you, friend. Yeah, so it's all, all about Titans. Very, also, very I nice. Actually, I took out my iron hands and sorted them. So they're, they're the next one going up on on our fucking uh, painting schedule. And then also I'm still working away with all those extra stuff for the event. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Paperwork, paperwork. That's it. I'm done. Next You're week. done. How about done, you? done. How about me? <laughs> um, I've been. Uh, what have I been doing? Well, I've got a butt ton of titans. I've been clearing through, slowly working through to clear out. Um, but most of my time hasn't been hobby related for the last six weeks because of school. Uh, I've been writing computer games and stuff, so I've been pulling some long weeks to get that done, um, which has been a lot of fun. So that's it's been worth it for sure. Um, but I do have my, uh, what's the, uh, militia that it, cause it seems to be year of the militia part two, uh, 
as Freddie keeps complaining that this year was the militia year, but no, it's next year is going to be year of the militia again. Um, <laughs> it's going to be uh, it, it's it's all getting sort of built and uh, uh, what do you call it? Built and um, yeah, worked out and stuff. So I'm I'm currently st searching around to get my hands on a uh, a Valkyrie kit if I can. Uh, somewhere. Do you so, need a full kit or just parts of a kit? Uh, as much of a kit as possible, basically. <laughs> okay, because uh, I I might have like four half kits laying around. That yeah, I'm, I'm basically I saw a really 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 nice conversion <laughs> done of um, uh, what do you call it? Um, a um, harvest lighter. Ah. Somebody did from a Valkyrie, and I really want to make take that and and run with it because I really like the idea of what they did. Um, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have a have a play with yeah, that but... one because I love the Arvis Lighter kit, I really do. But um, I, I just really like what they came up with for the uh, for the image. And again, in a moment of fantastic radio, I'm going to send a link to you guys. <laughs> I'm going to send you the image on, <laughs> on Messenger <laughs> so you guys can see what I'm, sure, what I'm talking about. Um, and for all our other listeners, if you want to actually see what I'm talking about, go and join the uh, Cults and Militia uh, of the, was it Cults and Militia of the Horus Heresy group on Facebook. And it's one of the top posts there at the moment. Um, because it's a really cool kit, uh, kit bash that this person's done, and I really, really like it. So yeah, um, and I'm waiting. Uh, what if I told you I have all those parts, pretty much, except for the cockpit? Uh, then I'm going to have to build a cockpit, and we're going to have to work the rest out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because sure we can make that happen. Yeah, it seems like the rest is there actually. So, uh, awesome so, so someone did vulture gunships for some army at some point. So that that leaves some packages over. Nice, I like the sound of that. Well, then, then we will definitely work work that out, my friend. That, that won't be a problem. We'll make that work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's I'm working, slow building my militia, clearing a shit ton of other stuff out of the way, and then I'm just going to take my time because so I had to. Uh, sadly, I had to uh, move on some of my Iron Warrior stuff uh, just before Christmas, so I am down to. Four, five thousand points of Iron Warriors at the moment instead of ten. Um, so I've still got that, but I've got to make some changes. Oh, gone are the tanks, and I think it's now going to be a case of uh, seeing if I can do a foot, some foot troop type armies. So get my tyrants and my uh, havocs painted up and stuff like that. So more of more of a planning stage for me than actually getting anything directly hobby done for myself. So <laughs> it's it is what it is. It's all fun. Yep. So, moving on from that, we normally sort of try and talk about news and stuff right now, and there has been some news and releases recently, but uh, we're going to tie that into our look back at the year as a whole. So, what we're going to do right now, unless you guys have got anything else you want to mention right now, because I'll give you a chance to shout that out now. Anything? Oh, I'm good. No! Same here. Same here. No. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Then what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break to a very short piece of music, and then we will be back and we're going to start looking at 2018. So we will be right back after this. Right. 
We're back. So now it is time to to start slogging into the year that was 
2018 year that still is for us but who knows when you guys are listening to this so it was uh it was a definite up and down year for heresy i think that's the only way of putting it um color me you confer, call me call me out on this but I'm pretty sure that heresy was declared dead at the beginning of 2018 by some clickbait bell of lost souls website or something. Am I right? Was it, was it beginning of 2018 or was that the end of 2017? I can never remember when heresy has died recently. I think it died. Yeah. At least before Adepticon. And then at Adepticon, I found out that I haven't really lost money on going there. Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys think? Was that about right? Yeah, there were a few people playing it. I think uh, I think people were doing desperate CPR action and fucking trying to revive that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with, yeah with those... <laughs> yeah, with all, with all those sold out events and stuff. Yeah, horrific how 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 dead it was. Um, but yeah. <laughs> We, I had an event that sold out in four hours back in January. So I guess it's what's kind of dead if you spend more than four hours signing up. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, which which event was that, Eric? It was uh, Routac in uh, January. Aha. Uh-huh. So yeah, that that must have been such a such a dead event for you if it sold out so quickly. Yeah, it was uh, it was hard to watch it being so dead. Yeah, very much so. I, I think everybody who's listening can generally gather our, our opinion of how that how that stood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 was, it did get some clicks, and that was exactly. I mean, uh, in the words of our of our you know British Texan friends all the way down there in Australia get fucked (laughs) (laughs) there's 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 no way that this heresy is dead it's just you know we're we're doing our thing get get back in your eighth edition box um (laughs) yeah but it was the whole fucking conundrum what's gonna happen you know the the rules were released but but this obviously killed off heresy and blah 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 and yeah it was all this debate yeah, exactly. They, they didn't kill heresy. They just made eight edition for forty k. Yeah, all the for, all the for, all the forty k people who wanted to go back to forty k went back to forty k, and those of us that the, those who stayed stayed. And you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's actually ironic. I, I got a message like a month ago that at, from a forty k player asking if I didn't want to join back in the forty k community. Because they had so big problems getting players right now, um, <laughs> I was like, actually, we grew from five to about thirty people in my area in Horse Heresy at the same time. So um, I will probably pass. <laughs> so that's it. You're, you're you're officially we're officially calling forty k dead then. Yeah. Yeah. You, you heard it here first, people. Yeah. Forty k is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It, 40K is dead. It has been declared because it's happened in this one area that obviously means it's happening everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Yes. yes. So in the in a dead year where nothing happened, um, we had you had an event that sold out in, in four hours. Uh, and Freddie, you made it to Mecca. Yeah, I know. For, for a rather awesome event. Mm-hmm. No, it's like... I tell you, at the weekend, the fucking heresy wasn't dead. It was live and thriving. And I think everyone was super excited. The 
it was a bit of a negativity beforehand because they were gonna do specialist games and horror series at the same time. And once again, the balls people kept saying that, well, this is the first sign that it's dead and shit and blah, blah, blah. But no, it wasn't. Because I, I think once again, the weekend is sold out, what, within five minutes or some shit? Some drastically crazy shit like that, yeah. Tardin. I was lucky Emery donated his ticket. Yeah, actually, they. I, I was trying to get into it, and the event was sold out before they had the... Personally, I think it's a crappy thing, but they do the tickets first for, for the people who have been there before. And it was actually sold out this year before the tickets went out for sale for the public. So basically, you only had a chance to attend if you had been there before or had been there before and sold the tickets to some other guy who could then attend. I thought this year so, they, they, they held some over for everybody. Th- this, year, this year, they didn't do the, that thing because people complained last year. Um, but Heresy was so dead that they had to invite you know people that had been there before um, just to make sure that anyone would show up. Fair enough. I mean, you've got to yeah. find a way to market it somehow, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. So, come on, Freddie, give us some details about the weekend in and of itself. What was it like over there, man? It, let's just say that I think the whole atmosphere with with like all people being there, heresy enthusiasts, uh, everyone was like super excited what's going on. You had the authors, you had the Fort World team there, and everyone's like super friendly and down to earth. It, it's like... Feels, it, imagine you meet all these people that you have no idea who they are and somehow it feels like it's your family. Yeah. You could talk to anyone, anyone from like John French to, you know, Joe Blokes down the street that is also a heresy enthusiast and you get just as much passion from everyone. It was just, yeah, it was amazing. It was so good. And I managed to play with Max. Uh, down at Warhammer World as well, like after the the whole weekend, and it was just yeah, awesome. Didn't uh, if I remember rightly, did Max go a little bit crazy with some stickers at one point? Yeah, he might have been, you know, <laughs> heresy stickers all over the fucking hotel. They might have got, <laughs> been told off not to do so by um, other people. <laughs> but yeah. No, it, it was good though. Like, uh, I got to meet uh, people from the design studio. We got everyone to sign uh, the book that we raffled away, like the entire design team and the like, library authors and stuff. And no, it, it, everyone was just fucking awesome. And it, it goes to show, like, everyone knew about the DMD raffle as well. Oh, that's great. And exciting. And yeah. And people were talking about the FAQ that we've done, and people knew about. Like everyone you talk to, they, they, they have, like, they've heard about stuff, they've researched stuff, so they, they actually keep a track on what's going on in the community. Maybe they're, they're not actively going out and saying, oh, what do you think about this, mate? But they're, they're like actually going through what people are doing in the community, and as good people do, st- stuff that is cool, they kind of pinch. Just which like is, we do for our events. Which is, yeah. you know, what is it... Uh, Plagiarism is the, the, or not plagiarism, copying is the, you know, the greatest form of flattery or something like that. You know, people just get it, getting good ideas and keeping them going is just awesome. Yeah, it's okay in this hobby. 
<laughs> Except if you copy the models, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's a problem there, but you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all about pricing structures and other. That's a long debate in itself. But anyway, that's a six-hour episode if we ever had one. <laughs> Defin definition of the free markets and so on and so on. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was fucking amazing. It was so good to see. Nottingham, so so good to be at Warhammer World drinking beers with your mates, just chillaxing, and then yeah, I have to say like what, the big reveal about Titan Death, about what's going on, like the soul system, about how they're gonna revisit Battlefleet uh, Gothic in in like uh, the Horus Heresy setting and stuff, and the plans they had about the old tank. Uh, setting in Epic and so on and so on. Like it, it was so good, and we got to see. All the cool stuff like the mega dildo drill machine uh, models. No one got to see, which we're going to talk about later. That there was no fucking preview. But, yeah. but there was a Titan. Yeah, eventually, they, they were, yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah, yeah it, it was so good to see. Like uh, I understand how the team has it's really small now. But they're still trying to catch up, and they still have so much to do. Uh, and they, like they, they were kind of talking about that they were doing this whole uh, engine, like the Blood Angel book, and how they divided it up. Obviously, Magnus got a bit sad about the Dark Angel place, but officially, when I was talking to them later on, it they're just using all that shit anyway so they kind of this is oh, sorry medication alarm. Uh, anyway so apparently they are kind of they were working on the other book as well Ooh. so so I, someday so, so i don't think that one day i don't i don't think that the black book after this one is gonna it, it's not going to be like two years until we see that one for sure. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah, it was it was definitely awesome. It's a good thing to go there. Like, if if you need some positivity, if you think that online is getting too shitty and everyone's complaining about the heresy, you just go to the weekender, relax, and then suddenly you'll feel good about heresy again. Nice. Very very nice. Well, it sounds it sounds yeah, like it was an awesome say, time. Uh, it sounds like you had an awesome time there, dude. He's silently disagreeing. He's no, silently no, no. disagreeing. I said, what have you done? <laughs> Can't you hear us? Just about. Just about. You need to get closer to the microphone. What yeah. the hell? Okay, that's pretty close. <laughs> so the weekender happened, and you had a great time over there. And then there was this mass exodus of the Swedish heresy scene or a, a, a representation of it out to, uh, and the Danes, of course, but you know, you were practically part of team Sweden uh, out to Chicago and to Adepticon. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I still remember arriving at the hotel and I didn't have internet connection. So I get into the lobby, which was the only place you could get free internet if you didn't live in the actual hotel just getting all the unanswered calls from Freddy. 
Um, and I'm sitting there trying to call back, and no one picks up the phone. And just as I look up, I see Freddie just stumbling by in front of me at a hotel with space for thousands of people. Um, and I go over to say hi, and all I get from Freddie is, where's my phone? Um, I was like, you had it 16 minutes ago because you called me there last time. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was a great start. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that, no, that, that was fucking amazing, especially to uh, see all the guys. Uh, yeah. Podcasts, famous people, uh, and just experience how friendly everyone is. At this kind of events, um, so we yeah. hanged out with a lot of people. Met a lot of people. Had a amazing time, and we could just go down and glower at the forty k players. That was cool. Plastic mesh basing. Yeah, the 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 fluorescent pink mesh basing for his yeah those. Okay, no, 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 no. You can't just leave it at that. Which army was this for? Which faction or whatever? Uh, I think it was a marine army because they were <laughs> greens and pinks and purples. Not a chaos army, not like a Slaneshi army, but just a shitty, really shitty space marine army, which is nice. But none of that in the Horus Heresy room. Uh, Horus Heresy looked amazing, all of the armies. And just, uh, just all like the uh, what's it called the terrain and stuff was, yeah. You used to see that that like the heresy this year got an entire room. Yeah. Last year, last year we had like out of the back we had like a, a third of uh, like the big hole down in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like two thirds forty k players, one third thirty crate. K player, but now there was so much fucking 30k player, they had to give us the entire upper ends. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a, a big shout out to, to the hotel, actually, also. Um, for, for some of us, Bjorn and me, being uh, very alcoholic the whole week, um, the hotel actually, after we bought our first soda to mix with our vodka every day, um, they just gave us free refills. They even cleaned our glasses for us, and they didn't give a fuck about we uh, us putting a vodka into our cups in the middle of the restaurant. Um, to 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 say we didn't start out by doing that, but they were kind of like, ah, oh, you can just put it in here, and they were like, okay, well, if you say so, we won't, uh, yeah, we won't disrespect you by not doing it. So um, it, it was really great place. Yeah, it was a really good venue. Overall, uh, yeah, and I hear I I hear Ryan runs a rather awesome event. Oh, God, yes! <laughs> both, both, both the major events, like the Gomesia conflict that I played mostly, uh, well, all of it, and uh, Ryan stuff was was a really great, really great events. No need for a lot of toing and stuff like that. Just awesome people playing it and. No, it's one of the best events I've been to. Hey, you're mind blown about the size over there. And it's so great to see how many people we actually talked into coming this year too. Yeah. So it's it's getting bigger and bigger, even for us Scandinavians. 
Yeah, some new faces traveling out. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, so what happened? Assholes. <laughs> Freddie's just a little sad that he's not going out this year. Uh, yeah, we'll represent. Yeah, well, <laughs> to talk about representing, I mean, this the Swedish, the Scandinavian coalition, as it was, did did pretty well overall, uh, if I remember rightly, with with the sort of, I guess, if you want to talk about the uh, the positioning of things. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I know you picked up some stuff, Eric. Yeah. What did you, you represented well. Yeah, uh, I had to bring something for Denmark because apparently I was the only one going for Denmark. Uh, so I got in the singles tournament, I got the first place as loyalist, um, which was probably a little easier than Bjorn and Linus playing a uh, traitor against the 30% custodes armies there. But um, yeah, st- <laughs> still, still made it, still made it. And then... Bjorn and Linus, they, in the team game, they got a first place, one point ahead of me and Erik Oman, um, which was a little annoying because we kind of wanted that one too. But um, hey, we, we need to have something we aim for next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we got to experience one of the most epic moments in heresy history so far. Mm, it was so epic. It was so epic to see a Warhound on a sky shield landing pad. It was with, with a force field generator. Yeah, with yeah, 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 with void shield generators and thousand suns. And it was one of those moments you just get one during your lifetime. It has created yeah. so many memories. Especially especially as the force field generator doesn't exist in the 30k rules. Um that that's not often you see it. <laughs> No, and just the amount of memes and T-shirts that that generated. It generated yeah. its own flag, so technically it's its own country now. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere there is there is like um, Sky Shieldistan or something. I don't know, with the uh, with the warlord governor and its oh. flag flying proudly in like a a thirty-inch cube or something. Yeah, people should should have realized there were some warning signs when two fucking Canadians rock up. Hello, what's this boot? Uh, we normally play 40k. Uh, we play it super competitive. Uh, we are on the Canadian ITC team, and we we didn't like to switch to Ethed because obviously we were we really high ranked in in 40k. So we, we wanted we heard that you guys are sticking with Seventh Ed, so we want to play in your tournament. Hi. <laughs> Ah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. And then, then as defense, uh, whenever I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And I was like, well, this is how we play 40K. Like, yeah. This is 40K. Yeah. This, the, welcome. Yeah. That's, yeah no. <laughs> just, just, just no. <laughs> well, they, they did win the tournament, though, but no, not a single person clapped. Well, nope. they went out and nope. up the price. Yeah, they, they was just like, well, uh, there you go. Congratulations on your uh, ETC winning thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a really awkward moment when yeah. <laughs> collect their prices and no complete one and utter silence. Yeah, like a hundred people in, in the venue and no one clapped. Ouch! There was one drunk guy in the corner still clapping from before. So, <laughs> ouch! That's weird. all I can say. 
Ouch. Yeah. Well, that 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 that'll learn you basically. <laughs> if that doesn't learn you, then then well, who knows? You, you're kind of in trouble at that point. Um, yeah. Hashtag we were there. Yeah, we, were there. <laughs> we, we were there. The fucking the sky shield. And, and it was too big, so you couldn't even have the fucking thing up. Yeah. No, so actually, technically, it couldn't get the safe because it was too big to actually be in the structure. But that, that, that's that's a whole... We actually covered this in a, an earlier uh, podcast, I remember. <laughs> so so I won't go into all that again. Yeah, maybe, maybe we don't go into that one again because it could, yeah, yeah it, like we said it's it's formed its own its own country has been formed now so yeah. there's 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 this i don't think it can go any further um, but, but technically if it was a plane it could have started on the table and take off in turn one okay so what you're saying is to level it up next year basically people have to put a, w- a set of wings and engines on a warhound yeah. Well, that, that's what the sky platform is for when you don't have the, the defenses up. Okay. But that's at least what it did in, uh, in Warhammer. In well, the I swear to God, if there's an aerial warhound, it's your fault, Eric. <laughs> is there any way to drop it with, like, uh, the, you know, the soccer pattern uh, bird? Well, I guess it depends on what red book you're reading, mate. I think you're... Eric, weren't they running Thousand Sons and Custodes as well? Yeah, yeah, there was, uh, there was uh, Custodes, Yeah, they had in, in that army they, with the Warhound, they had uh, Fosfix uh, quad mortars in the Thousand Sons army. Oh, and there was, yeah, <laughs> along with the Titan. Yeah. But they also had Magnus and and the Custodes army because yeah that's you you know how Thousand Sons are they tend to go around with Custodes. They're battle brothers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, Ma- Magnus can always join a Custodes Death Star, no problem. Yeah. I mean, isn't it the way? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not how you play. <laughs> I thought so. I honestly thought so. Yeah, well, it, it was a fun tournament, but we saw a few uh, really fucked up setups where just like, seriously, <laughs> is is this real? It happens, man. It's it, it's it's life. But you know, ov- overall, yeah. it was a win by the sounds of it. It was a great event. Oh, yeah. we had a great time there. We had a great time. We we just laughed a bit. <laughs> and and Freddie, is this the one where you and was this the one where you and JP had your epic? Epic, epic um, game where we learnt more about JP JP's army than you know a National Geographic uh, documentary would ever tell. Well, he was so drunk though, like the entire time. Like last year, he he was drunk, but not as drunk as this year. This year he was like out, out of the. He, he didn't even know what the fuck he was doing. But at least at least he had one job: go to ground, <laughs> go to ground, and instill discipline. That was his part of the, the army in our fucking because we did the team tournament. <laughs> and you did team flak jacket. Yeah, team flak jacket. And his part of the army had one job: go to ground and enact discipline. While I was doing all the tactical maneuverings and shit. So you so brought the tanks. Yeah. yeah, I brought the tanks, and it looks kind of weird though because I I had my steel legion, and he had his Valhallans. 
So, so he, at one point is in his drunk ramblings, he realized that, wait a minute, this is like the, the Soviet Hilfili <laughs> SS army where they, where they have <laughs> shields like the volunteer force. Like, so? So he was so in his element, basically. Yeah, no, it was good. And he had, he had, uh, we, we met up with some author there and apparently he made a fool out of himself as well. <laughs> Yeah, we met up with uh, Graham McNeil yeah. at venue. Yeah, but some, some, to be fair on JP, didn't somebody fuck him over on that one and literally just forcefully introduced him, even though he's like, don't introduce me, I'm drunk, don't do it, with everything. That's exactly what he did. Oh, <laughs> you're evil, I love it. when he was leaning like on a 45 degree angle, we thought that maybe we should just take it away from here for a little bit. <laughs> take some pity on him, you mean? Yeah, and the day after we told him, he, he made a fool of himself. Oh. Wish he didn't, but... <laughs> but he doesn't know. A bit tolerant with drunk Canadians. So. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rare sight, to be fair, a drunk Canadian, so you kind of got a... It's a bit of an experience for everybody at that point. I think he was late every single morning. Yeah. Fucking JP. Because mm -hmm. I had to start deploying and shit. And the same happened with the, the grudge match the one that thank god that he was late because i <laughs> so i i had to run without him which means that, <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that, that was good i won the grudge grudge tournament <laughs> mm. nice <laughs> thanks to jp rocking up late so we could rack up enough points <laughs> so we you, love you, you. By, by getting killed so slow <laughs> JP, we, we, we say all this because we love you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good, like, Adeptico was fucking amazeballs. I was like super jet lag and super drunk the first day, but afterwards I was just even super drunk. Well, not, not no. as drunk as the first day because I hadn't slept and I got detained again. And I tried to, so I got detained and then I tried, I was supposed to meet up with JP in the airport and he was also like all over the place. And then eventually we stumbled into each other near the exit without, because his phone wasn't working. So fucking annoying. I was talking to Mark. Mark hasn't seen him since he boarded the plane because he got lost or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally well, at least he had his phone. What? what? Bye. Well, it's it was it was an epic adventure then. If you if you want to go back, dear listeners, and have a listen to it, there is an, an Adepticon episode. Um, very much go back and have a listen to it. It was really fun to talk about when we did it the last time. Um, oh, and <laughs> if you go back on our Facebook page, memory serves not this year's but from 2017 at least. There's some there's a fantastic like series of videos. I think it's between our page with. And, and possibly the Age of Darkness's page, I can't remember, um, of a game between Freddy and JP, which I think that was... Was that 2017, Freddy? Yeah, 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 like the, the big fucking me mega battle. Yeah. Where, yeah, thank but God Mark was there to remind remind people how to play. <laughs> uh, if I remember... Well, I was super drunk, but I think the De La Rosa brothers were filming it. Yeah. Yeah, somebody somewhere was filming it. We're not up on our page for a bit and, and stuff. So you can go back and find it in all, all our videos and stuff. It's well worth a watch because it's just 
It's great. It's 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 like poetry poetry in stumbling motion. It's the the De La Rosa brothers. They take too many videos. They shouldn't record. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's just for blackmail later. Yeah, I, I remember something with some chili at least. <laughs> oh yeah, the chili challenge. That that fucking restaurant. Yeah, they they set me up to do a chili challenge with buffalo wings, which was. On one hand, awesome, but also fucking horrible because I was not prepared at all. And suddenly I had a restaurant and a live stream to Texas going with me getting killed by Chile. Um, so it's like everything you do, Eric, it was awesome at the same time as it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, other pe- but basically other people reveled in your pain and misery. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, this, wasn't, yeah this, this time it wasn't me doing something with <laughs> someone else. This time it was everyone else against me. <laughs> Uh, and uh, this is why we love the heresy community because we everybody makes sure everybody gets fucked up for one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Done so nicely. It's like we're going to screw you over. No, we're going to screw you over. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll find a way. We'll find a way. Well, let's screw each other over. Someone brings a sky shield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have two sky shields. <laughs> No, do not up the sky shield ante. We're past. We've we've evolved past the sky shield. We've evolved past it. Now it's just Magnus and ZM and you know Sekhmet Terminators. That that's where the cheese is still sort of leveled at. But if they allow them again, I found a way to bring four in my army if I go Mechanicum. Bring four what? I could bring four sky shields if they did exist in the rules, which they don't. Oh Lord, really? Uh, that that's mildly worrying. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, it could be done. It could be done. Um, I'm sure you'll find a way to make it happen anyway, <laughs> which, which is which is scary. But you're mm. you're taking what you're taking. What well, you're going back over this year, aren't you? Yeah. You're going back, and I know Sebastian's going over. He's a, he's a new player, and yeah. I know my buddy Frederick's going over. Uh, mm-hmm. What are you taking over? Are you taking the militia, or are you going to be taking the T-Sons? No, I have. Um, I talked to Victoria Miniatures, and they're going to bring my big one thousand dollar order to Adepticon. So I'll bring home a militia army, um, and nice. then save the tag. So uh, this year, I think I'm going to go with Thousand Sons because I want to. I want to have my prettiest army for for that event. Um, and it's just, yeah, four, four years more painting experience. I was going to go recon company, but they kind of made a rule that doesn't really stick with the rules where uh, they said that in recon company, all all troop charges have... What? What are you saying? No, no, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, but they, they made a rule saying that all, uh, all troop charges in the recon army has to be uh, snipers. Um, uh, scouts, um, which is not correct because only one unit needs to be a sniper unit. Um, and on top of that, the it has the rule that you need to um, that you need to have an extra troop choice. So three three unit of scouts. That's just too many wasted points. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually not sure what I'm bringing. I think I'm gonna go with armored breakthrough because it's my prettiest army of all. Um, the tanks are looking good um so might yeah a a, might be a bit of a bitch to transport though yeah, yeah oh, maybe, well, maybe i brought it last time oh yeah fair yeah. point fair point 
Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, with the bag I have, I actually think it's going to be easier to transport tanks than uh, infantry. So, so yeah, but, but I would just have loved to play the Recon Company. That would be so fucking cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, but that it, it goes from from okay to pretty bad with with that ruling. So, um, yeah, too too bad to actually play anything good. <laughs> How horrible of them to do. I'm sorry. I could have sworn I heard some sort of noise there, but you know, I apologize, dear <laughs> listeners. I think that was just a comment on Eric's uh, Eric's yeah. life choices there. Um, yeah. But you know, we, we're not going to judge. We 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 we'll leave that to you, and we'll just judge off air because we get like that. Um, yeah. But I'm looking forward to the event. It's going to be awesome, and I'm. I promise I'll bring my best painted stuff. And you, you, I, you were talking uh, when we were off air, <laughs> making sure to remember to take an empty suitcase with you. Yeah, so you could fill it on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last year I had eight kilo of kilos of uh, miniatures in my pockets, which made airport security look a bit. Also, because you had to strip down to the, the innermost layer of clothes, and when you take off your third shirt and second t-shirt. People are like, what What the fuck? Why do I have so much clothes on? And they think you're smuggling drugs or something. Um, uh-huh. but, but then I was like showing them my pockets full of miniatures. And they didn't understand what the fuck that was. Um, but, but I got through with eight kilos in my pockets because I already had my suitcase at maximum weight. <laughs> Christ, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as you're open for taking some orders, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So, uh, I was looking at some of the stuff on Victoria Miniatures and thinking, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I, I, there's one thing I'm not going to be able to smuggle out of there, and that's the two artillery guns I have ordered. <laughs> yeah, but you've got the, uh, what is it, the gigantic ones, haven't you? Yeah, yeah the, the largest ones they have the, with the long barrel. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, yeah, the, sure. the overcompensators. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I got two. The I got one, yeah, the sledgehammer. Exactly. I got one last year for for winning uh, the solo tournament, and I need to make a full battery, and then I'm getting some eighty or something troops from them too. Yoink! That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! So awesome. yeah, it's going to be great. Cool. Well, I mean, do you gents do, do, do as you you were out there as well last year, weren't you, Magnus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> do you guys yeah. have like, apart from obviously, as we've already talked about, Sky Shield landing pad, um, a few other things. Were, were there any other personal highlights for you just out of interest? I mean, start with yourself, Magnus, any, any sort of other personal highlights that we haven't mentioned from Adepticon? Uh, nothing. Nothing particular other than the game. What? Graham. Yeah, Graham McNeil, of course. Fanboying Graham McNeil. He's a cool, really cool dude. dude. Um, but Who is he? What? Who is it? Graham McNeil. Yeah. An author for Black Library. And, mm. and the stuff you haven't read. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, and uh, but otherwise, just the atmosphere and all the guys uh, meeting. Well, 
Australians and Americans and Canadian and all all kinds of cool dudes and uh, just the atmosphere of it all was uh, it was really cool to see. So looking forward to 2019. Very nice, very nice. Freddie, anything for you, personal memories? Uh, well, playing with uh, JP again, it's good though. It's like a year since last time. So that was cool to hang out with him, catching up with all the Texans again. I miss those guys. You know? Oh yeah, we miss them. Like-minded, alcoholic and fucking bit crazy. Fuck yeah. And, yeah, catching up with uh, Tim and Michael. That was cool. Even though I got to double tap Tim later in Australia. Did you not play Gaslands? <laughs> that was good. No, it's, all, it's like, it's so cool. Like everyone is there. Everyone is just uh, partaking. The atmosphere is like, obviously there are going to be some, some drawbacks like the sky shield and shit, shit, shit happens. But it's sort of like Magnus in Soma Talis. It creates its own legend, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the boogeyman. It's like you tell, you're going to tell the story to future players of yeah, this, this, this everyone, is a boogeyman. Remember this fucking Warhound on the Sky Shield. So they did, like, if you think about it, I didn't have to play them. So, because I was playing in the Gumisa campaign. So, you know, I didn't it's have to good. worry about it. So for me, it was just a good laugh over a couple of beers, you know? Yeah, it's all good. And it does, it does make a, a great war story, as you said. You know, you were there when it happened, <laughs> which is very, very cool. Um, and Eric, any any sort of other standout moments for yourself? Nah, I'm just, I'm just waiting to get back and meet the Texan guys again. I heard Australians weren't coming this year, unfortunately. Uh, well, so... I, I'm sure I'm sure the Texan boys. We'll be ready for you this, ready for you again this year. Well, I've been fucking exercising with the chino, man. Uh huh. It's, it's, I'm so ready for this time. They, they won't get me. Um, and apart from that, I know I need to bring more alcohol because we ran out too early last year. And again, thanks to the Texan guys for making sure that we did not go home sober. That is always a good thing. They, they are tr yeah. true and caring hosts. They really are. They are. So, um, yeah, had alcohol, fun was had. Yeah, I'm gonna be living with Bjorn this year, so um, that, that's a whole new level of drunkness I'll achieve. That, that's gonna be a whole thing, yeah, very much so. This <laughs> time, get the actual hotel for fuck's sakes. Um, I think we're living right next to, I'm not sure. That's what you said last time. Yeah, it was only two streets away. How, how could I know that's 35 minutes? It looked close on Google Maps. <laughs> well, tourism, you learn these things when you do them. <laughs> yep. Right. So we're actually gonna we're actually gonna be talking about our event series and everything uh, separately. And we're gonna take that a little bit later. So um, the weekender and Adepticon were the two sort of really big um, non gaming but gaming events. As in, not not part of our, our series of the stuff that we do here in Scandinavia specifically, but they were they're a very big part of the year. Um, one other um, big thing that happened for the second time in a row was the Cult of Paint. Well, I say the second time in a row; it was the first time for the Cult of Paint to come out and uh, run a course um, out here in Scandinavia. But it was the second time 
but the wonderful and, and lovable and, and all-round all decent chap that is Mr. Henry Steele has, has oh, visited yeah. the, these shores. And we got to go through um, the painting course for a second time, which was just awesome. And Magnus, it was your first run through it. And yep. we, we had a blast all, all the way up in... Uh, in what is very much the Varangian Heresy home homestead um, of the uh, the gaming club up there in Solentino, um, and what an event! Um, I I, could, I I do not have enough good words to say about this. Um, we got to meet Andy Wardle. You know, the, the man is literally like muscle and. Short, uh, short T-shirts. It's, it's literally <laughs> Andy. I mean, it's like one, one size too small, hench as fuck, and just an all-round awesome bloke. Um, and it was a brilliant time. Um, I, I'm going to ramble, but I'm not going to. I'm going to throw it over to you guys. What, what, what did you think of the painting course when we got to run it this year? Well, anybody. It was a, a first time <laughs> I just started right before the course with like airbrushing overall. And uh, it was amazing to learn like all the skills. Uh, that's one thing. And they are really, really great teachers. Uh, the other thing is to meet those guys. They were awesome. Uh, always friendly, always trying to help. Uh, and just seeing so many people coming up and bringing their airbrushes and being like enthusiastic about it. Um, it's just awesome and seeing all the great work that was put out uh, from like all the guys that were there first, their first time and seeing the uh, more experienced people with their like new ideas and designs. It was, uh, it was really cool and inspiring to be there. And seeing Henry's man bun is, well, no words. This stuff of legend. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's amazing. I, I was there for my second time, um, and which, which meant uh, I, I wasn't really gonna start a new, a whole new theme and army. And so, um, or it ended up that I was, but it wasn't planned. Um, so. Basically, I had the techniques down, so I wanted to go there to learn how to make rust effects and maybe get some more experience with some like blending and stuff. Uh, it was really great having uh, having Andy there to uh, talk to the master himself about how uh, how to do stuff like that. Um, so and and also to see it was the first time that we had the other Danes there. I was the only one at the first one. Um, except for Kim, who we haven't really seen this whole year, unfortunately. Um, so, so also in real life. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, he built a new player. <laughs> yes, he so, did. Uh, yes. So that it's, it's his excuse. Yeah. But, uh, it was the first time we saw the other Danes there and it was really nice to see like the level starting to rise in the Danish events too, because you, you could see it like before the, the painting course, Kim just won every fucking time. Um, now it's Bjorn and sometimes someone else but the fact that it is someone else <laughs> um, means that, that we definitely got something out of it um, and also just the, the change of attitude we had this time from last where we're now allowed to talk about what we learned 
Um, that that's really really great because we've been getting a lot of uh, players to engage in painting, at least here in Copenhagen, because we brought home all the experience we got, and then yeah, just started saying, hey, you you can do this yourself, and it's quite easy. Just do this and this and this. Um, so we we've, we've been getting pretty armies, more players, and yeah, generally I think it's really good for the hobby to have the painting courses. Yeah, it's it's always a bonus and. Big shout out to uh, Freddie who took on running this one and organizing it. Um, yeah. Because I did the last one and Freddie did this one as it was in. Well, I guess his, Magnus uh, is doing the next one then. Yeah, basically. Okay, you guys set the <laughs> shit up and clean it out. <laughs> Magnus still helped. He, he was like the only one to help me clean up. So he's his excuse. Now, about <laughs> like, like I usually did my rambling on Scandis uh, at the end of the year sort of thing. Uh, it has gone, like Eric says, from maybe one or two people being nominated for Best Painted to, I think at Scanners, we had like 14 people. Four, yeah, something like 14 to 17 or something crazy like that, yeah. yeah. And it's like, like uh, so it just goes to see, it goes to show that fucking a lot of people are picking up their game in, in painting in, in the whole like, hobby community and this, the level of painted stuff is just out of this world. Like, it's so cool now. The only annoying part is that the army you have now, after being on the course, would have won like anything you put it into in painting uh, before the events. And now it's just like, hey, this is the best I've ever done. And you show up to an event and you're just getting hammered by everyone else with the same amount of skills. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's all about pushing the concept now. It's all about making it something different, something nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, something exactly. Different. Combined well, that's with why we the... have those uh, players' choice uh, awards, usually is to press your hobbying skill, sort of yeah. to drive. Because I think that is the key. Painting now, painting now has been an open field for everyone, and now we're trying to to encourage like other stuff, like conversions and custom buildings. And, and people that are really good at certain aspects of the hobby also needs to be, you know, get their recognition as well. Not just the fucking top-notch painters. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and I, I must admit, I had a load of fun uh, on this course learning how to do uh, just some, some different but basic colors. I, got, I was very fortunate to sit down with Andy for about half an hour or more, um, just going through his uh, how to paint black um, process, which he put out in, I'm trying to remember the name of the publication, one of the uh, painting magazines he did, and uh, we were, I was doing work on a Thanatar, and he basically sat down and went through the whole process with me. And it, it, it's stupid where you sort of sit there and go, oh, I'm fanboying over the fact that I've got Andy Wardle here. He's laying paint down on my model, and he's showing me how to do it, and he's saying I'm doing a good job. Oh, my God, I'm just having a fangirl moment. you know. And, <laughs> but, but also they're going, ah, oh, I actually understand how this shit works now. Okay, I get it. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and as a painter just going, oh, okay, yeah, I got this. I can make this yeah, look pretty. He, he painted a searchlight on one of my tanks. I was like, oh my God, it's the most beautiful searchlight I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's like, see that? Yeah, it's one of those things you go, you see that searchlight? Yeah, Andy Wardle painted that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got a demon winning, winning paint job on there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, as everyone said, it was, it was really nice to see lots of new faces, lots of different people from different uh, hobbying um, 
communities and I, I mean that as in like you know we had uh, we had daniel from the ajax group come up the first one and then he brought eric along for the second one which is really nice because those guys are now working really hard to sort of spread the the hobby knowledge there um obviously there's the guys up in stockholm you've got eric from uh, other eric uh, in baros oh, and yeah mr orman and then you've got andre who came up with me um from uh bringing the skills into malmo finally so big up to andre for doing that um well i say skills you had the guys from last year it's <laughs> nice to see new people coming up um yeah. and you know we had jp from finland which was amazing emery god bless that man came back over from the states for a second time that was so awesome it was so awesome just to hang out and chat with him yeah. as much as we were and and thanks for letting us borrow your shower. <laughs> yeah, you did. You saved the lives of many other hobbies yeah. by allowing, by allowing uh, people to use your shower, which is yeah. amazing. Um, and next time, it's everyone has to use Emery's shower. Yeah. Everybody on the course has to use Emery's shower. No, those yeah. are. <laughs> there you go, Emery. Just, 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 you know. Request for a room with a bath or something, <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it was it was awesome, and you know, getting to uh, sort of try the real time stuff out up there, and then the Rhino Rally that Freddie was running looked hilarious. Um, didn't seem to be that anybody got all the way round. I can't remember if they actually made it all. Well, close to one guy. Yeah. Who, who who the hell was that? I didn't see that one. Sebastian got far. Uh, Emery won, I think. Oh, well, that's all right then. As long as, long as Emery won, I'm happy. You know. <laughs> just sneaking his way forward with some... I think he was doing Emperor's Children as well, wasn't he? So it's just... That's why. It was all, it was all, the, all the perfection favoritism. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah, um, I had two tanks in the rally, and neither of them made it past the starting line at any point. So... <laughs> I was running a Thanatar. I had painted a Thanatar. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be running around in that. I'll die very, very quickly. Yeah. So uh, uh, I, I had my, uh, I had a Rhino and a Lehman Rush tank. So I basically drove my Rhino ahead and used that to target with my uh, Lehman Rush so I could hit stuff around it. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I must have been Bra breaking the rules. <laughs> it, is, it is still the best investment you can make in hobbying yeah after models is how to paint them and the i'm just so happy to see the the guys from cult paint go from strength to strength with all the different courses they're running all the way around the world all the stuff they're doing in the uk and you know we're gonna have some announcements later on in this episode about next year's um uh, stuff with them so you know stay tuned we're gonna be doing that as well um yeah. Which is uh, just just awesome, um, and then uh, yeah, so we had the Cult of Paint. Um, what other what other events did we have this year? Because we mentioned Cult of Paint, they, that's, that was part of the event series. So I'm kind of jumping the gun there a bit, but uh, I wanted to get that one in early. But what other events did everybody attend this year? Well, uh, we all our events. Yeah. Oh, yes. But we, we, yeah. we're talking about them separately later. Come on. Other events. Other. Oh, I did Ajax. Yeah, Ajax yes. hit, sir. And that was That's so much fun. Chinese Tyson. That was fun. Uh, didn't, I, uh, didn't I do a Railtech as well? 
Yeah, you did. You did. Actually, we uh, was we, this we year? Broke. Yeah, we you you were there a lot in the spring, and then you kind of stopped coming. So thanks for that, guys. <laughs> well, I can, hey, 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 hey. Uh, except, except for you, except for the game thank master you. who actually thank made you it very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kept right. I kept coming. Yeah, yeah. The house, though. Yeah, but but you lost your your um your base. It's ours now. No, no, it's the Dane space. I'll take it back when, you, when we run our event. Yeah. <laughs> when the base is coming to Stockholm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, my, well, I managed to play in Railtech as well and GM it, which was really, really fun. Yeah, can, can you tell about that? Like how you saw it from a GM perspective? Because we did yeah, something really fucking unique this time. Yeah, of course I can. Um, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun to to come in and actually um, GM an event, not just TO it uh, or EO it. It wasn't just about running it; it was actually about getting involved in it, and that that was a whole lot of fun. And Eric had given me some some toys to play with and set up for the players, and you know some choices that they had to make about who they whether they wanted to take on certain NPCs and how that would affect their their game and their their eventual goals. And that was a lot of fun, and I got to do what I love doing, which is creating story and, you know, setting stuff up for people to jump into. And, you know, we did some little setup briefs. Um, we had some fantastic models that you'd put together. Um, and and so I think it was, was it Suna or somebody else who put together the portals for you? Um, it, it was uh, Emil. Emil, sorry, apologies, yeah. wrong person. <laughs> uh, but Emil, Emil had put to, put together some portals for you, um, and you'd done the fantastic sort of big end portal, which which may still have stuff to do eventually. Um, and that was which that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was really sad about that. I really want to see that the artists take that on. Um, but yeah, basically, I mean, real real tech. We've talked about it so many times being a real tech system um but as a gm once people started to engage on tables i could actually stop having to frantically worry about who was doing what every 10 or 11 minutes and i could get up and i could go and throw some crazy stuff into to the events and i, I had access to some demons and some other fun stuff and um camilla's orc army we had orcs show up it was amazing um literally the the commander of the loyalist the iron hands commander of the loyalist was the first person to discover a uh one of these sort of like warp gateways um if you think stargate gateways and i had this brief the first one to come across basically we throw the orcs out at them and then i think they spent the next six hours basically playing against each other um, going back and forth which was hilarious so orcs as they stand in in 30k seem to work that was kind of fun um and i think the highlight was um just for me being able to have some fun um there was this great combat going down between uh, a blood angels um praetor and a word bearer's praetor and the word bearer praetor just survived like when i was walking up just survived this round of combat and i'm like okay note to self coming back with a model 
and I brought a bloodthirster along <laughs> with me, and I was like, okay, he's going to die, and he's going to, you know, then this bloodthirster is going to spring up from his body, and he ran away. Um, so I got to have some fun and just go, All right, as you're running away, everybody stop, here's what happens, and this this bloodthirster showed up, and, and suddenly had this, you know, very much this dislike towards the blood angel praetor um who then proceeded to punk it in the face um, and kill a kill a bloody a bloodthirster um so it, it was just fun as a gm to sort of create those moments the players could have fun with and uh i think it really added to the game so i'm i'm very much looking forward to uh to rail when when it comes into our game system our event series and Hopefully, I'll be up uh, GMing that one as well, which will be a lot you of will. fun. You so will. I'll be I'll be back doing some more GMing for Railtech next year as well, um, and yeah. the other stuff. So it was it was a brilliant event. It really really was. And there will be a whole new um, yeah new faction. We're going to get into that later. We'll talk and a little bit about that later on. Yeah, and we're actually also going to put in a whole new army for people to play there um, with for the Railtech local population. So that's going to be interesting. Oh yeah, that's going to be all shades of fun, um, oh, yeah. which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, so yeah, that that was Railtech. Um, I'm just trying to think what other events that we made it to. Callus, oh, yeah, Callus, Ajax, yeah, uh, BSK and Gothcon, and we did. We just literally did our uh, BSK wrap up um, episode earlier on this month. And that was very awesome. Um, everybody seemed to have a lot of fun at that one. Also, was uh, Skoda, the event there, was that fall last year or was that in the spring this year? I remember it was snowing and we got stuck with the car. Which event? Uh, it was uh, Skoda or Hoda or how, I don't know how you pronounce that Swedish. Uh, yeah, some, it sounds like ass and Danish. Oh, um, Oh, well, um, <laughs> but, oh, you mean, uh, Nicholas and Morton's event, yeah, yeah, Nicholas' event where we did, um, or did Centurion in the Ralsec system. I think it was the sp- spring or winter 2008. So, was it February ish this year, 2018? Yeah, it could be, it could be, or it was November the year before, I don't remember, but. It was pretty close uh, because he had tried out the Ralsec system in Denmark and then he invited me up to do it at his place. Um, Wasn't that the Centurion event? Yeah, exactly. Where you had the underground faction. With, so we had actually four factions. We had the three normal factions we usually do and then we had like a smuggler faction or gang warfare yeah, faction. Yeah, and they were, they basically some of the tables had, uh, you are hated by the underworld um, bonus, or yeah, not really a bonus. So basically, Nicholas was playing the underworld army who was always going for the, the faction that has the, mo- that has the most of the table with black markets and shit like that um, to try and kick them out. That, that worked pretty well, too. Hmm. Interesting. In- very, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that was a good event and uh, actually a good city to go out in also. Yeah, so there was, a, there was a whole lot of other events 
that uh, took place this year in the Swedish heresy scene, and they were they were all absolutely awesome and really well run by everybody who did them. Um, oh yeah, I think it's that's very fair to say because uh, I don't think anyone had any any major complaints at any of the events. Everybody had a good time. And I don't mean you can't complain about not winning. That's just different. Um, <laughs> but I think everybody had, a, had generally had a really, really good time um, with the events themselves. So that is very, very awesome. Um, right. Any other events? Because I can't think of any others. Well, we have all our, our own events, I guess. Well, yes. But like I said, we're going to be talking about those set ties, ties into now, you know, trying to on Yes, but we have other segues. We have to talk about models. We're going to talk about models first. Because this year um, started off slowly and well, did really like the weekend. I did heaps of fucking teasers and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, fair, fair point. The weekend did a load of teasers on some on models. We had a lot, a lot of teasers on the, uh, what was it, the Forge, what, the. Alpha Legion Praetors. Um, we saw in in some stage of development the missile rack for the um, for the back of the Daradeo. The new Dreadnought drop pod was previewed. You know, Mega sh- Which one, mate? Mega dig dildo drill. Yeah, the Mega Dildozer. Um, all of those things were sort of previewed, but as of as of actual heresy releases. There, there were a huge number this year. Um, well, it was the the Solar Ox uh, Predator? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the actual drill. The salt drill. The termite, yeah. Uh, the Solar Ox uh, Rhino. The Rhino, the mini yeah. Rhino thing. Uh, we had the obviously the Blood Angel and the Alpha Legion Praetors. Yeah, Blood Angel specific dreadnoughts. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, from my point of view, at least, it felt like for a very, very long time, if it wasn't custodes, it wasn't getting released yeah. because the the custodes were the 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 early year hot shit faction that was getting a lot of releases through Forge World and it just seemed to feel like Dawn yeah but it seemed to feel that later on towards the middle towards the later end of the year is when we started getting newer stuff dropped um, for other legions well for legions and some of it being very uh, unique like Dawn you're not going to run Dawn in in an Iron Warrior for God's sake. Um, but we still had, uh, like you say, the Solar Orc stuff, the, or Solar Orc stroke militia, stroke, you know, anybody that could get away with using it. Um, same with the Termite. So, you know, it, but it just felt like it was so, there was such a drawn out process of new stuff actually dropping that was. Well, I think the problem is it, was, it felt like everything came at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. And there yeah. was yeah. a big. Fuck That's it, fair. Fuck nothing in the middle of the year. That's very fair. That's actually well put, Freddie. It did, yeah. it did feel like there was this massive dream between, which for me just made it feel like it was going on forever and a day, and just didn't didn't sort of, you know, 
don't know. It just it just made it feel like nothing was happening. Well, Harris, it was dead, so. Yeah. Uh, sure. What what I think is is uh, we we're going to being used to Fortwell Friday, or it's even called like fucking Fortwell Friday, uh, having releases every Friday, something new coming along. Uh, like I, I think more than one Primark a year and shit, and and then now suddenly it was all looking good at the beginning of the year, and then nothing happened for a yeah. long, long fucking time. Hmm. And, and then. All the stuff we've seen at the weekend, once they got dropped, no one really thought about it because it was already being previewed. Yeah. So no one, like, when the new Militia Rhino came out, no one like, okay, well, that was cool. Or the Militia Predator came out. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But we've already seen that. So hmm. So it's felt like there's, a, there's, I don't know, maybe there was too much revealed to begin with or... I don't know. It, it just didn't feel. It wasn't more than than normal. And then uh, I think Adeptus Titanicus took a bit of it because obviously that, uh, together with specialist games, has been the main focus really for for mm. Portugal. Yeah, fair. Games. And I have to say, you, if you're playing militia, the the specialist games, especially the. Uh, uh, what you call it? The the Necromunda gangs are just amazing. <laughs> they they make really good troops. <laughs> if you want to go with them, yeah. They they yeah. just came out a moment too late for for some of us. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, it's just it, it's nice to see the start of the specific Legion style um, Praetors and stuff coming out. Yeah, um, they need to release. For all the legions, something. more, yeah, definitely. We need to see more. Oh uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And and you know, we got the preview. This is all towards the end of the year. We got the preview model. We got the uh, vigilator model. We've got the um, the specific legion specific contemptor and um, legion specific um, leviathan. Yeah, for the blood angels, which. As models, I really, really like. I'm just a tad disappointed that we've not seen that for other legions up until now. Um, yeah, I guess I'm being picky. The, yeah, especially since the Blood Angels don't have their own black book yet. Yeah. Iffy. But I think it's... Uh, I think it's because they, they haven't released... And, and they usually before a book, they always release stuff. So I I expect to, we're going to see like Sanguinius and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I can't wait to see that model. <laughs> coming out, uh, but I, I think that, you know, we, we, can't, we can't avoid the fact that it's been fucking drying up in the heresy releases. And I think everyone has noticed that. And, and it kind of affects everyone because once you're used to one set of standards and used to getting so many stuff and then suddenly someone takes that away from you, it's going to affect everyone. And we have gone from people saying the world is coming to an end, fucking heresy is dead, to people that are just like, oh, well, I don't know. Just It, it, it kind of affects everyone one way or another. Yeah. So. And it might, it might sound that I'm being ungrateful when I say that there's not enough stuff being released, but it, it's... It's, it feels frustrating because it's not like there's not an abundance of units that exist in the game 
especially if GW are going with the we're only you know we are going to produce unique models for our unique units that uh, could still come out. You know, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love the Tyrant Terminators, but there's Iron Havocs, for example, just from one Legion alone. Um, you know, and there's lots of other Legions where there is stuff think, mentioned that could still could still be produced, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I think that the, the biggest psychological effect that has happened that affects everyone is that it more units and options has been taken away than has been re-released. Yes. Like you had the big boxes, like the Burning of Prospero and Kalfbox removed. You've had uh, upgrade torsos removed. You had like solar ox basically disappearing. Yeah. Uh, on the on the day on the day they released new tanks, they withdrew yeah, the tank yeah. crews. It made no <laughs> fucking sense to remove. Like I, I don't get, for example, the militia army. But it's yeah. I know I've been um, an advocate of with militia taking other armies or from other uh, other companies because they have so many possibilities. But the fact that that they just removed everything from militia just means that if anyone plays militia, they're not going to be selling that army. Yeah, it's 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 going to be third party. All of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which is which is as as modelers and painters, it's a joke. You get to go crazy, but it's also it sounds stupid, but it's also kind of restrictive for those who want to maybe take their armies and go and play at events in like Warhammer World because yeah. you can't. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, I I couldn't either bring uh, my thousand sons or my militia army for for um, Forge Worlds and go play there. Because only my mechanical army, that where my basic troops in the army are, are Forge World models, and uh, so it's yeah. But I think I, th I think you're right there, Freddie. Spot on that it's the 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 lack of um, get well. If we call it give and take, there was a lot more takeaway than there was of new stuff being given out um, or, or released. But to put it in a better better term. Um, and I think the other thing is no black book um, this year, and it's been yeah. a while. They, they could survive with that if, if they they shouldn't have taken taken away. They they could have uh, put stuff on hold, and then and the big entry into the they they kind of stuffed the growth of the heresy community by taking away a box a box entry. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, in do in doing that, I mean that's that's something that I know has gotten me started, has gotten a lot of other people started directly into the heresy being those box sets. You know, you're burning bur your your betrayal at Calf, burning a prosperous stuff. And it's been a real disappointment to see those disappear. Yeah. yeah that that's really sad actually. Mm. But then again, you know, they are releasing new stuff. There is a you know, a black book which was which was said to be released at the end of the year, which we all are anticipating at the weekend of next year, um, which will be the new Blood Angels, uh, White Scars, and Night Lords. Yeah, well, we've got that to look forward to later on in the year, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know... It, it, it's not that they're not releasing the stuff. It's just like you said, it was a big gap. It felt like more was being taken away than was being released. Um, 
And that's never good. No, it's, it's never good. And I think it's... Met together with the pricing conundrum. And... Oh, yeah, that was... That, that shot everybody. That, that, was, that was more of a public relations disaster than, yeah. than anything that's had in a while. And, and I think, again, we can also very much point out to losing Alan. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. Being well, a big would, thing. He would catch up with the community sooner or later. Yeah. There is not, nothing avoiding that. But that, it, it's just been a rough year because you had, together with the pricing, together with the, the, the pressure on specialist team, uh, lack of resources, uh, killing off uh, production lines, lack of, re- yeah, well, it, it's just been a rough year for the heresy. And I think it's affected everyone in some sort of way. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Which is a uh, shame because the year started really, really, really high and super strong. Yeah, I think it's it's. I hope it's going to be. This is the sort of like we said. This sort of been returned to this sort of Forge World Friday feeling, where stuff is coming out and new stuff is being released. And you know, hell, they surprised us all with the the dropping of a whole new Titan, which. Yeah. Nobody saw coming that I'm aware of. Um, and, you know, I happen to think that is a very beautiful piece of equipment. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think it's gorgeous. Um, and it was just, it was such, you know, they, they've still got the ability to surprise us, basically. Um, and then, like you said, you mentioned earlier, Freddie, like you've got the, um, uh, the rules, you know, you think you've got things like Adeptus Titanicus coming out, you've got um, Necromunda coming out, not directly tied into the heresy, but with the, with the AT coming out, having that, that ties in, and it, but that's not been for everyone. I guess that's the thing, is that it just feels like there's not been enough. Um, everybody in the hobby hasn't had a fair sh- a shake of the stick this year. But well, there's too, too, too few boots on the ground. Yeah. I yeah. just hope they ca- start catching up soon. Uh, yeah. At least well, start telling us what direction they're going. I mean, I think we're going to see the... Um, I think we're going to see that, that sort of like, as we said, next year with the new book coming out, that's going to be a big drive. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that's going to see some things like... We've talked about it a couple of times, like Destroyers... Um, stuff like that, getting some love, you know, different units getting some love, um, and we'll sort of see where where it sort of leads to. Um, but I hope that they don't. It doesn't lose. I hope in 2019 it doesn't lose the momentum from the weekender, which I think, like you said, is what it felt like it did this year. Well, I think like one of the pros like pro thing is that they're doing the weekender as a heresy exclusive weekender, which is a good thing. Uh, I think that they they are also very much aware that this kind of weekender, the pressure is on because it, it is very much make or break because it's been a dry spell. They're releasing stuff now. They're building it up again. Yep. You know? And uh, we do have Fort World Fridays. We did have the, the parcel and everyone, or, or the jigsaw, whatever, gets the present thingy. Yeah. But, you know, and people might have opinions about Space Wolf. I don't really care about Space Wolves, but I know, like, you know. I have more. I have more. I have more concerns about the paint job than I have a. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that just goes to show that they they are fucking thin on the ground. 
they don't have any dedicated painters. They're fucking all booked up and shit. So I don't know. I think that a lot of things ties down to this weekender. And obviously yeah. that they've already said that they're going to do a heresy exclusive means that they, they're aware of this and they, they, they need to produce some shit there and they need to knuckle down and give us kind of back our heresy. Yeah. And I think and if, to be fair, if you look at the amount that Black Library is working on and pushing out uh, heresy-wise, I'd be surprised if Orchard World weren't starting the big push as well. Yeah, I could. I mean, like you said, we can we can very much hope that be the case. Um, and I think I think on the other side of it, I think it's been awesome to see what the community has done in in answer to that in answer to the the sort of the models the lack of models and stuff i mean i know from our point of view we've really pushed the like the forgotten units this year the stuff that people we don't normally see um that was a big part of our event our event series and sort of getting people try or trying to get people to think about creating new units and, and doing stuff that way. Um, the guys in Oz, um, we've got it up on our, our Dropbox. You've got the, the different sort of the special characters. Uh, we talked about it in, um, you know, the, uh, um, Tech thing, you know, people are creating stuff to fill that void. Uh, to then get people, you know, allows people the, the the drive to go out and create new units and, and newer things for themselves, which I think is is just awesome um, from the fact that the community has done this. Uh, it hasn't sat back and hasn't gone right. Okay, where's our new thing? It's like okay, nothing's coming out. We're going to go do our thing. You know what I mean? But the universe is so big. Anyway, so it's it's actually quite easy to create content. Um, like we we've just been again when when you build up a story, you can make up your own. Like we've done wild tech armies, units, different stuff like that. Even um, in wild we're going to be having a, a lot of more uh, orcs and dark elders showing up because we need some pirate factions. Um, so we're basically going through some of the old armies from seventh edition and seeing how they work. And a lot of the bad armies from seventh edition work really well along with, uh, with the 30 K stuff. Uh, we just make sure never to use anything that's not there in the background. Yeah. And that's the important bit as well. Yeah. Keeping in there. But you know, with, with all these models being released now starting to get, I think, I think you're right, Freddie, hundred percent. I think it's, the only way to look at it is purely positive. These guys are working to build up towards um, the weekender, and I just hope it continues. I hope we see some. I, I would love to be su more surprised again with, you know, maybe we get a couple of the prayer tours actually drop um, that we haven't been expecting. We, nobody was. They, they did tell us before that they were going to do legion specific prayer tours for all of them. That's yeah, no, but yes, but I mean, it's like we're not expecting them to arrive. It would be nice to see a, a surprise, a bit like the uh, the Warbringer Titan. You know, it's like, here we go. Here's something completely new. Boom. There you are. It's now available. Not to yeah. the preview and then preview at the weekender and then see six months later, seven months later. You know, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, it would be nice to see some of that stuff turn around quicker, if at all possible. Um, 
but you know we can only hope we'll be very grateful for when the new book arrives if nothing else i'm very much forward to seeing i think it's definitely i'm looking forward to see the heritage like the weekend and what's going on there uh, i think it's i think everyone has heaps of questions where where is the community going and i know that it it doesn't matter like if we get all our books and then then we can keep it going that's no biggie because yeah to us from what we have now we we could keep this going for many years uh, but it's more fun to actually get it from 412 also with new models yeah that's true but not not to get lost in an endless cycle on this uh, <laughs> because though because it is i mean it is a, a very uh very valid topic something we could easily sort of uh jump into and, and grind around and stuff like that um i do i do think it's very cool that the um the world of adeptus titanicus has been tied into um the heresy with beta garmin and everything that's going on there and I, I really really like that and they've been releasing some really lovely models for that the uh, the knights and you know that sort of stuff seeing the serastus chassis coming out with the knight lancers and you know the Reavers and the Warhounds and everything, they look super cool. Yeah, they're super nice kits. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've got I've got a set of the Knights at home and they're they're really tasty, um, and I do love the Warhounds. I think those those are the ones I was waiting for um, to see how they were going to turn out. Um, not sure why it just felt like see once the Warhounds arrived, everything would be. Everything would be all right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Everything would fall into place once they arrived. Oh yes. But uh, yeah, they've they've been awesome all the way around. Um. So yeah. Um. Is there is there anything else we need to cover before we sort of we move on and start talking about our own stuff, our series and what we've been up to? Can you think of anything, guys? Nothing. Comes Not to really. No, no, nothing there, nothing there, Freddie, nothing there. Right, no, okay. No, well, I think we're all out. We're all good there. Well, if that's the case, then I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go listen to some music, uh, or you're going to listen to some music, and then we'll be back after this where we actually talk about uh, what we've been doing with the, the Faragian Heresy event series this year. And uh, we're also going to have a chat about the DMD raffle. And big and exciting we're going to talk about next year's events as well. So it's all still left to come here on the Frangian Heresy. So we will be right back after this music. カップ 
ドカップ2002年全世界が日本と韓国に注目します We're back for a second time. Yes, this has hopefully allowed you to have at least a refill, a pee break, or pause it and come back to it a few days later, whatever it is you are into when listening to podcasts and things. Now, we've we've sort of chatted about the general heresy um, in 2018, and we, we've, let's be fair, we've really not even scratched the surface because you know we haven't talked about all the different events run by all the different podcasts and all the different gaming groups around the world because if we did we'd probably still be recording into january at this point however we've done our little recap there now it's time to jump in and for us to talk about our event series for 2018 and even before we talk about our gaming events we're going to talk about our annual event, our truly annual event, something that is really big and important to the, to, um, to us here at the Vrangian Heresy and has only gotten better um, thanks to you, the Heresy community, since it first started. And I'm going to do what I always do at this point when I talk about this subject. I'm going to pass it to Freddie because it's his baby and he's going to talk to us about it, aren't you, Freddie? Yes, I'll try to talk to you about it. But yeah, so, uh, well... It's our DMD raffle, which once again, uh, normally each year we do a raffle about various things. I think it started like three years ago when we raffled off a warlord when it just dropped. It was like the biggest thing in, in show business back then. 
Um, and as part of it, we're trying to raise uh, funds to the parental project to support research in a cure, to find a cure for Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. And uh, our goal each year is to try and raise uh, $10,000. And I'm happy to say that every single year we actually reached our goal. And this year again. And do you remember, do you remember what the final total was this year? Uh, As it in... was, was it 11,300 something? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it, it was over 10,000 at least. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is pretty cool. And we had uh, a bunch of happy raffle winners. And I know that poor Magnus here is going to baby <laughs> Bjorn <laughs> a reaver to Adepticon. Yeah. I'll maybe he'll be doing two. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if, you, if you're lucky. Or if I'm lucky, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah, so no, it, it's awesome. Um, it's kind of... I love ending the event series each year with the raffle because it's something super positive. And it just, it, it's not just us. It's everyone in the Heresy community because we got people donating from all over the fucking world, from Alaska to New Zealand. And everything in between, yeah, which is pretty fucking cool. And as as always, every year has been. This is what we did last year. Let's go bigger. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what we're going to do for next year because, or for for the upcoming year because it's hard to to tip this, but it's hard to find something we haven't already done. So I don't know we have to do some brainstorming, but I think I have a, a, a concept idea that we're probably going to let everyone know on our first episode of 2019. Ooh, building the tension. I like it. Well, oh. <laughs> and, and if you want to see, um, I think we've literally done the last, was it the last two or last? Yeah, last, no, all three of the, the draws have been caught on video and we've had them up on our, uh, they're on our website. Again, you can, you can go... Go and see Freddie and I do, being host the hostesses with the most s um, for the uh, for the different draws and rambling on trying to uh, cover up technical fails and stuff like that. Um, so you can always go and have a listen, go and have a look at the the draws. And last year again, or this year, I should say, we had the the Titan Manipal, which was the the Warlord and the two Reavers, and a bunch, an absolute gaggle of. Um, other prizes given and donated to us um, by different different members of the community, and um, I loved the the book, the signed book that you managed to get sorted out, Freddie. That was a real, real standout piece. I wish I won that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was pretty awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is <clears throat> Remind not part of the draw anymore. <laughs> awesome idea make sure i do them in duplicate so i can keep one yeah <laughs> here's it yes could you could you yes yes mr french could you do this original piece of artwork for us please and a copy of it why because we like to make sure we have one in case of emergencies <laughs> yeah in case of fire or or there being a space on freddy's wall in his studio <laughs> in his man cave <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it, it was really good. It was tight for a while, but we did like a massive drive. I think the, I think we reached a goal a week prior this year yep. as well, yep. which is always good. 
But I'm always nervous leading up to October. Because we do, it's sort of like the how Fortwell has been. We kind of do like a bunch in the beginning and then we do a bunch at the end. Yeah, there's always a last minute push. Yeah, which is cool. That's about it. We got there and yeah, stay tuned for more extravagance uh, fucking raffle prices. I'll see what I can do to out, out shine this year. <laughs> You'll come up with something you always do. Yeah. No we'll pressure. Send you Andy Wardle. <laughs> yeah, you get to win an Andy Wardle. Yeah. <laughs> you get to win an Andy Wardle. We haven't told the Andy Wardle this yet, but you get to win one. It might not be an original, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you'll get to win one. <laughs> ah, Lord. Right. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> But um, I don't know yeah. I will be disappointed though. Like usually, no one on. And I think yeah. the, the entire raffle it has become like sort of a thing. The prices aren't that important. It's just the cool stuff that everyone does together anyway. Like the entire community, like the telethon. Everyone looks forward to the telethon. Everyone looks forward to like the different episode specials and interviews and stuff. So. Oh, they're coming for you. <laughs> that had to be Malmo, right? No, no Copenhagen, uh, Copenhagen. Well, that explains it. <laughs> uh, I live right next to uh, to a ghetto area, so next to you mean in? <laughs> no, it's actually next to. <laughs> One uh, post it's, it's... letter does not make that much of a difference. <laughs> actually, it's like two kilometers to walk there, even though it's uh, only five hundred meters away, because there's no road going there from this area. <laughs> They're like, fuck this, we're cutting that off. <laughs> Nothing yeah. to do with that. We, we build our wall. <laughs> ah. But I, I have to say, though, that when I, when I look back on this year, yeah, it's been fucking amazeballs, especially with the event series, because we started out with Lincoln, you know, mm -hmm. and we kind of went into Lincoln. We, we were saying, like, we're going to have 40 spots. And we kind of rocked up there and, well, we got two rooms. We were a bit disappointed with how much stuff we got there at the actual convention center. But in the end, we actually had exactly 40 players. Yes, we amazing. did. Yeah, we felt like never, ever have been to an event where we have every single one turning up. Yeah. We've had it where people have, where we've sold out on tickets but then life has happened and people have gone, no, we can't make it and stuff like that. But, but now everybody every, showed up. Everyone turned out and, and I was fucking surprised. And we had people all the way from Australia that has heard about Lincoln and came over and we had like people from all over the place rocking up with Lincoln. It was just, it was people who never ever seen before. Like yeah. brand new people. that was like, oh, I heard about this heresy. I sent, signed up in the convention center. I was like, well, that means you've never got a player back or anything. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, the odd one. Yeah. Yeah, that was like that was one fun. Or two odd ones. Yeah. Up, like walk-ins. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. It was super confusing. But in the end, we were forty players, and and that's fucking that's pretty cool. Like at Lincoln, we were the biggest uh, miniature wargaming event there. No. Because uh, I think forty k is like the ITC invite only shit. And um, Age of Sigmar were, well, they were like 13 or something. Yeah, not a lot of players. Yeah. <laughs> Next us. 
So yeah, we, yeah. we were pretty like that was pretty fucking amazeballs. And we played BFG. We had so many things. We had that Titan battle the day before. Uh, Lincoln was the bomb this year, it, and it, it was so good to see like coming from because we had uh, the Horus Heresy weekend and we had a Depthaton and then going into Lincoln and Lincoln was just fucking out of the park. That was so good, fucking. It was super successful. Like that Centurion mode really worked. It yeah. was a bit stressful with four missions, especially when we were so cramped. We should have done three missions, but things you learn, you know. And the forgotten units worked really well. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good drive, actually. The forgotten units was a a real highlight for me this year. Seeing people bring those out and do different, you know, the quality, the paint jobs, and everything. Um, I think like uh, we we usually focus each year on different different aspects and now now we focus on like the forgotten units and i think that really worked like we had and in, in each event we we kind of because uh, lincoln was centurion mode we focused on like infantry and then we had hagvaria which was uh tanks so we focused on tanks got to see those old whirlwinds no one fucking runs <laughs> whirlwinds everyone just runs scorpius yeah <laughs> yeah but I, I think it all started with us running box threads the previous scanners because we wanted to see box threads. Yeah. Box thread painting competition. But now box threads, everyone's running box threads. So it's not, <laughs> not so much fucking a forgotten unit anymore. No, because box threads with flamestorm cannons are fucking the bomb, especially CM. <laughs> nah, but it was, it was good. And, and actually, I think we even started out with a traitor win, didn't we? Did yeah, we get a traitor win? Yeah. They've been winning all year, haven't they? No, they lost one of them, they? I can't remember. Was it Hegvarian they lost? Hegvarian yeah. they lost. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they, they won everything else, which yeah, is a marked yeah. turnaround from the year before. Yeah. 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 There, there were a few players that swapped sides. Yeah. And, and, and the thing you notice, like, this was also, like, the first event that we ran this year, and it was also, also people like... Um, during the painting course the year before, so people have been painting up to start fielding new armies for this year. And obviously, some of them already showcased at Adepticon. It was so good to see that so many people started so many new armies yeah. and swapped sides and stuff and had, had different units that you had never seen before. And there were some awesome armies, some guys who haven't even been on the painting course. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing, hopefully seeing them come on the courses and just see that stuff level up. Like I was thinking like Tim... Uh, Tim's old uh, Imperial Fists. Um, oh, yeah, they were so cool. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Philip's. Uh, was it Philip? Was Philip? Yeah, he's running his Alpha yeah. Legion. They're, yeah, they're, they're gorgeous, especially those uh, sneaky that kind of look like Imperial Fists, but they're oh, not. Yeah. yeah, that that and he won the um, best forgotten unit, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah, because they they oh they were so pretty. <laughs> you got to go back and have a look at all our photos because I did, yeah, up I did upload the photos of them. Yeah. Just do that, do that, and then basically after Lincoln, which was fucking awesome, tables were really good. Like we really outdone us this year to get like proper cool centurion table. It was also the Magnus's uh, showcased second Forge World table we've yeah. been working on. Got yeah. got its debut with the landing pad with the Thunderbolt. No, Thunderhawk. Thunderhawk. Yeah. But no Warhound. No Warhound. I was going to say, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, no Warhound riding. It's going to be a Reaver riding on it. It's got to be a Reaver riding on it. Yeah. I mean, let's get it right. Scale <laughs> it up appropriately. Yeah. 
And, and after that, we we had Hegvarian, which was our custom-made tank event. Yeah, well, that was the was that that was because we were running a we were running a full narrative this year. That's really important to mention because we were running a full narrative this year, uh, which also affected things like army selection and stuff. Like, for example, there was no 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 involvement of custodes until very late on in the in the uh, the year. There were no named characters until the end of the year at Scandus, which is very much ties into what the Scandus is. You know, the, the big, crazy, all-out uh, end-of-year throwdown. Um, but it really did sort of uh, inform a lot of the the way things work. And uh, Magera, Fields of Magera was the, the, tank, the tank event, which was um, using uh, our tank rules, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. all tanks all the time. Or, or and titans titans and vehicles it was yeah. purely vehicles only um but it, it was we can go through the the fluff ba basically a new Elysium was um like like um the big planet and it was getting attacked by the traders and the initial uh lincoln mission it was basically where spearhead units you know pathfinder teams drop pods uh, kind of Kind of landed to seize land, landing zones for, for the reminder of the traders and and the loyalists tried to hold uh, hold the line. So we actually did the raid missions of Book Four. Everyone loves Book Four, best book ever. It's so good. It is the only book, book if you want to do do want anything narrative. Let's be fair. Yeah, book truly four narrative. <laughs> and so we did that with Centurion modes, and we actually had people had to bring a garrison list and a raider list. So we started out with the like the basically the traders dropped and they tried to seize like key uh, key areas and in, important ground and stuff, and uh, the the loyalists were the defenders and uh, basically after that uh, the defenders tried to fight back so they they became the raiders and tried to take back whatever was lost in the first round and went back and forth that so that's why it was four rounds so it was even for each and every one. And in the end, the traders managed to hold on to uh, the, the, the kind of LZs and stuff, which led into the fields of Hegvaria, which is basically, imagine like Operation Cobra, the breakout from Normandy by the Allies. I, I can see Magnus looking at me like a fucking idiot. Yep. But, but anyway, <laughs> uh, sort of like a, a breakout. Uh, so all the traders' uh, armored columns and shit have been ferried down from the fleet, and they're trying to you know, find their Schwerpunkt to, to break out of. <laughs> so they do the massive armored thrust uh, to, because they've been contained by the loyalist forces holding the beachhead. And in the in the end, the loyalists managed to defeat the breakout yeah. and, and, and try to push back. And that's where it all went down in Skana. Yeah, and that, that was the, the, the Skana event where everybody traveled from outside of Skana to come and play. <laughs> yeah. apart, apart from Linus, Linus, Linus yeah. was a local, um, and technically I, and Frederick. That was about it. Um, yeah, but Linus still lived further away than all of the Danes there. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. And to be fair, we had. Uh, I, I, technically, I was there, but I'm an immigrant, so I don't know how to count by shape or form to population. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had that one, and that was the event that Magnus and I ran. Uh, yep. Down here in Scotland, it was a smaller event, but it was a lot of fun. Um, it was 
as Freddie said, you have the, the, the story of the, the big armoured push-out um, didn't go so well for the traitors, so they sort of fell back onto the, the next plan, which is resource, um, you know, basically trying to secure resources for the push towards the, the big capital hive city. And you had the, the uh, forges of Chaldea, um, which is what they were, they were basically fighting over. Um, and it got a bit bloody, didn't it, Magnus? <laughs> it was uh, it was not a good time to be a non-combatant in that in that area, um, because I think I think we we racked up. We 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 were just having some fun with the sort of like overall victory points and everything, because as sort of things were being racked up, and we used that to help sort of inform the death count. And I think it was somewhere around thirty-six million casualties. Worked out in the end, um, not including the armies and everything that were going down. Um, trolls and fucking yeah, thralls, menials, people living out in the shanty towns and all that sort of jazz. Uh, and it was, it was actually um, memory serves. It was actually originally held by the traitors, and the loyalists were trying to make a push to sort of slow down their resource grabbing and. Um, wouldn't you say it was fair to say, Magnus, that basically that didn't go so well for the loyalists? Let's say they didn't take any ground back. <laughs> they succeeded in killing civilians and non-combatants. That's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, but they, yeah, horribly, horribly died, all of them. Yeah, um, to be fair, they may have even given up some land with the way it ended up. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was it was great fun. We had, it was nice to see. Um, some new players come along. I mean, we had Ahmed, who's been to uh, some of our stuff before, like Lincoln and stuff. Uh, but it was mm-hmm. nice to see him in there with his uh, armies. And I, I do joke that uh, about who showed up, but he wasn't technically living in Malmo at that point, so it doesn't count. Um, <sighs> so technicalities are all the things. But it was nice to see them. Uh, we, we did have some learning experiences on big games. With yeah, you know, on the, yeah. on the big tables at the end of it, because we, we decided to keep it relatively standard missions. And then had a big double up at the end, double team uh, for the final fight. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I had a lot of fun. I, I saw my Stormlord get basically uh, ruffle stomped by one of Johnny by Johnny's uh, castigator, which was painful, but uh. epic as it, he his castigator was basically on top of a, a giant oil drum structure and looked like it was about to jump off and pile drive the uh, storm lord and stuff like that so that was pretty baller um any standouts for you magnus no it's well it's my first time just toing not playing anything that much well i was playing to begin with but after after a while just toing but it was really cool there was no issues uh people were Behaving. Behaving, and as usual, being their best. And mm-hmm. uh, no, and it was a stand, our standard event of the year with not that much shenanigans, so not that much to keep up on as a TO as well. So some problems yeah. with the big tables. We made them too big, but uh, yeah. we'll learn from that. We learned. So to, to yeah. fix that, to fix that, what was a really fun event to to. To fix that, we then went to Scandas and put a great big fucking wall on a table instead. Yeah, <laughs> even bigger. Didn't we, Freddie? So you want to take take Scandas, bud? 
Yeah, uh, at Scandus, we kind of decided we're going to do, uh, because it, it was basically Bunsantia, which was the hive, hive city capital of the of Numa Elysium. And the trader pushed back and actually managed to take the forges and they, they kind of been on the offensive. So time frame, this, this is, it's been a couple of weeks now since the fucking, they managed to break out. And they managed to capture most of the planet. And the, the only thing that is still in Loyalist's hand is uh, uh, Binsantia, which has also contained the major starport. So this is the only way the Loyalists can get in and get out, you know, troops on the planet right now. Um, so basically the traders, they just held a siege. And we had two battles. We had one mega apocalypse table that was like, what, seven feet long? Seven feet long. Seven tables long, so yeah, it was like 30, yeah, it was 40 feet. Numbers long. It was, it was big. And we had, uh, like the loyalists started out with uh, controlling, they were setting up behind the massive Hive City wall. So if everyone's seen any of those Blanchin arts where they have a Hive City, usually it's like a massive defense wall around the actual city. So we... You know, in we had a, a man day in uh, Magnus Garage, and we just painted a wall. Yeah, we Pushed built it up. <laughs> in miniature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, it was a a Leviathan Force Org, three thousand five hundred points. Bring whatever. Oh, and everybody brought whatever. <laughs> yeah. And everyone brought whatever. So that was on and behind the wall. We, we've really artistically deployed the normal six by four tables, which were actually the fighting inside the city. So while the siege was, while the traders were attacking the wall and trying to break through the outer defenses, uh, they were also conducting like a massive drop pod assault into the actual city, teleportations and assaulting. Uh, and they were doing like specialist operations because uh, two, two tables down in the love dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, is you trying to go PG? I thought it was the rape dungeon at one point. Uh, yeah, no, I made it sound so, so sweet. Yeah, so the dungeon of love. No, no, it's the rape, rape dungeon by the gimpers. <laughs> but anyway, so down there, uh, there was a battle where the, the, uh, the attackers, the traitors, they can attack and knock out the, the void shield protecting the city. Uh, and as soon as they knocked out the void shield, basically all the six by four tables uh, above, uh, the traitors didn't scatter with their deep strikes or teleportations or their indirect fire. Because yeah. while the void shield is up, they were always scattering. Full scatter no matter what. Scatter no matter what. And the other one was the defense grid. For each time the, the command center for the defense grid got hit or taken down, the automatic turrets on, on the wall drop one BS. So basically, once they reach BS zero, they just switched off. But I think they only got down to what BS two. Yeah, BS two. Yeah, they didn't they didn't take that many hits. To be fair, no, because they managed to because every time they they all, they seem to be focusing on like the traders were really tired to take it, and then the loyalist general wanted to take it back and stuff. So uh, we also ran like two generals that had to tee, tee up their, their teams and divide them into two two kind of sub-teams. One that fought in the city and one that fought on the wall. And then they tried to help each other and stuff. A big, so sort of give a, 
Want to give a cards that they could use? Mm. Like just... bomb, for example. Can... Fuck you! You had to bring that one up, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. No, you were actually <laughs> playing like the the buy. The Titan. <laughs> I was playing the Bi Army to make the to make the army up and play. I was playing. I was literally playing the Titan Maniple for the for the raffle. Um, so they yeah. they actually saw saw action before before they were raffled off. And Dawn, being the the lucky <laughs> son of a bitch that he is, uh, managed to throw a vortex grenade and roll two sixes. So basically, I had no involve save against it, and he did twelve points of damage on the Titan, wow. who then got. They got double teamed, which it was so worth it. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. But I do want to give a shout out. Well, we've got a second. I do want to give a shout out to the generals um, and their their second their two ICs from the event. They did really good work. Um, they were really good guys for the entire weekend. Um, and big shout out to Daniel Herzog, yeah. who was the uh, the traitor general who was also dying of man flu for the entire weekend (laughs) and to be fair he literally toughed it out the entire weekend and he was he was an absolute legend when it came down to it i mean um i have to say because we played magnus you were eoing the uh that table right yeah yeah the whole weekend and freddie was just like freddie freddie was generally freddie and and answering questions and i was just bimbling around taking pictures and being being used as a buy army when needed um yeah. but it was it was very awesome with uh with that because Fred, you got to ex- magnus you got to explain how how we were actually playing that particular uh massive apocalypse game because yeah. it was it was it was done a specific way and i think it worked really really well yeah well how it was played with uh, victory points and stuff is that the generals of each team got uh Cards? How many were there? No, no, they rolled. Well, they rolled on a chart. Yeah. yeah, they rolled three dice, and they got to pick two objectives. Yeah, those and that those objectives were random, so they could be like destroy a titan, or destroy a super heavy, or destroy a section of the wall, or a turret, or well, a bunch of stuff. And so they rolled the start of each turn, and uh, oh, I mean, if you didn't make them, you gave the opponent that amount of victory points instead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember smashing down our own walls with uh, with an Astroverse Knight for two turns. <laughs> yeah, and the thing was, it really it worked really well to like get people to focus on the missions as long as their generals uh, kind of did their job and focused their team, which <laughs> some were better at than others. To some be were fair, more winner instinctive. Yeah, so some were a bit more competitive in that sense than others. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, but uh, no, it, it was it was great fun to see everybody manning up and getting really excited about like if they had an objective to destroy a titan, they really went for it. And then some discussions about the loyalists that were manning the walls got missions to destroy the wall. But uh, as a t- good TO, I told them just destroy your own wall. It's tactical. What's it called? Yeah, it's uh, the uh, tactics. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they went yeah. Soviet. They went Soviet on them and just like burn it all because they can't. They, uh, they can't uh, have it. We can't have it. They can't. You no, know, but and uh, in the end, the uh, traders won that one. Oh, massive, God, the massive victory. Oh yeah, massive victory. They had. It was not subtle. 
they had bigger, better units, and they had a bit more competitive style of play. Tactical, thank you. It was <laughs> tactical. Yes. yes tactical. Well, at least the group. The, the, I have to say, the group that I was part of was tactical. Uh. The other group was just like, "Fuck those guys, let's go kill them." <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really fun, and I mean, it was a gimmicky kind of setup, and. It was really cool to see. I don't know how many titans were on each side, but like oh, nine on the traitor side or something. At least nine on the traitor side, because I know Tobin brought his uh, Tobin Larson brought his three. I think his reaver is two two warhounds. There was the yeah. by army which I was running, so that was about six, um, and there were more. So you know, yeah, but there was a few. Yeah, eight or nine titan on each team. Two warlords duking it out. Um, and fist, yeah, fisting each other, and <laughs> bagging it. Let's be fair. Yeah, and a massive amount of super heavies and knights and oh, Zorn that, on the wall. Didn't Pella have like <laughs> yeah, Pella had like three falchions or something. It was it's a silly amount of super heavies on the field, uh, yeah. which <laughs> you don't get to see that often. I remember uh, having a conversation with Pella about that. It's just like. Uh, we were literally we were talk- we were talking about it after the first round of loyalist shooting. He's like, it's like having three fucking predators on the table. They're just gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I know, man. But we- this is what happens when you level up. Super heavies just become, you know, heavy. <laughs> yeah. no one, I don't think anyone ever shot at like the fel- uh, like uh, yeah the fell blades because they just didn't. Oh. Anything. They were no. <laughs> fell- on the field. They were the uh, most ineffective unit on the field, yeah. yeah. And and knights kind of looked like regular marines, marines. Like, <laughs> moving around. So it, it was really it was really cool experience just to see it. You don't you don't uh, get to see this amount of titans and have super heavies fielded. It was it was fun playing with the uh, Ordinazos Indian in that game for yeah, the two turns. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the subwoofer of doom. Uh, but actually, uh, in one of one of the games, it died in turn two, I think. Exploded and hit the rear of Peter's, my friend's Atropos Knight, which also exploded because I rolled a six. Um, so yeah, it, it was horrible. But the first game I played there, I think it took. 22 strength D hits before it finally went down. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it just soaked fucking everything. <laughs> I, it, was, it was really, really fun to, uh, to play there. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't really kill shit, though, but shit happened. <laughs> but if we do it again, we're going to tweak some of the rules, and especially set, setting up. Hmm. Yeah. We did yeah. try that on the second day, didn't we? We did have a mess around with the, the table layout. We had a chat about that. And move the wall a bit, right? Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun though. That was that was yeah. all types of crazy, and the it, there was genuine relief. I, I know that from from uh, when I was playing on the games, there was genuine relief when the um, the the void shields went down. <laughs> it was like, oh god, it's not full scattering anymore. Yes, this is great. We can actually do stuff. Yeah. Which I thought was rather awesome. So, yeah. Well, everyone cool. had a fucking blast. Yeah. Yeah. No, no arguments there whatsoever. Everyone had had an amazing time. 
Uh, which, which that's is all, for sure. It's all about uh, tongue in cheek. But in the end, Numa Elysium fell to the traders and will, you know, to be continued. Oh, yeah. yes, to be continued. Uh, and like we said earlier, we had the, the part of the event series that there wasn't a game event was the Cult of Paint um, event. And that, as we said, that was a whole lot of fun. We had a great time with that. And we're very much looking forward to having those guys back over, um, which, you know, is going to happen. We can say that much right now. Um, and we really should sort of jump in and start talking about next year uh, because we have all the dates already sorted. And we're, we're like, what's what's this word I'm looking for? Organized? Is, is that the right word? Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting yeah. yeah, okay. Maybe not organized, organized, but we, we were almost there. <laughs> we will be uh, as organized as ever and even more when we get there to the event. Yeah, that's true. That's that, for that, sure. That that's for sure. Um, so we need to start talking about next year. And I think it's, it's only right that, uh, well, I say only right. Is there anything else we need to pick up on this year that we need to mention? Well, we want to thank everyone that came to our events. Oh, all right, then fine. If you want to do the nice stuff, go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, you know, for Henry and Andy to coming out and holding, a, you know, the course and stuff. It was a massive success. And everyone enjoyed them. And, you know, thanks, everyone, for supporting us. Yeah, definitely. And let's try thank and you, make uh, next year even better. Bigger and better. Yeah. Go big. Well, the, to be fair... It is kind of bigger already. Let's be honest. We're we're doing we're doing all right to start off with, um, and yeah, pretty take take us into next year, man. Take tell us tell us well, what's happening with next year with the events. As a part of next year, we kind of uh, put our our big big boys pants on together with the thirty k sweeting crew. Yeah. So yes, we have run events together with them. Which is so because, awesome. You know, we, we keep going to each other's events and we, we, we're a massive support of you know all their events and they love our events. So we decided like what the fuck? We always have good ideas. Let's just do a co-op and see what happens. Yeah. So we are gonna be joining them uh, and our first gaming event of the season, gaming event of the year for the Virgin Heresy event series will be taking place where, Freddie? In Gothenburg at Gothcon. Ah, yes. The the one of the it, okay. What's the scale of con here with Gothcon? Is it like the biggest? Uh, Goth, Gothcon is the biggest Swedish con. Yeah, yeah it has to be. Yeah, it, it, it is the biggest one. Uh, Lincoln is the second biggest one. So we're doing we're doing all right with the we, we're scaling up in the world a little bit here. Yeah. Well, the the fucking thirty k Sweden guys have always run uh, Gothcon. Exactly, um, and it's really, really awesome to be working with them. Um, do you want to go through as much of the detail as we have right now, or? Yeah, uh, we can do that. It's going to be uh, a one day event, basically. Well, the first day is going to be normally what what uh, the guys do. It's going to be an open table event where people can come around and play all kinds of game systems. We're going to have BFG, Epic. Uh, Adeptus Titanicus and all the little bits and pieces. We're going to have some Soul Mortalis, 
I know we're going to do some dungeon crawl, which yeah. is basically D and D in Soma Callus tables, uh, which they love to do. So, so the first day is just going to be an open table where you can, you know, face your friends in different gaming systems. We, we get a chance to kind of show you guys that there are heaps of other gaming systems played in the Horus Heresy, like Epic, Adeptus, Titanicus, and people that are kind of on the fence about them, want to know, help point in the right way, like where do you get the Horus Heresy 30k rules for Epic, for example, and we can tell them, here they are, have a look at this, and this is how it works. Uh, and also people, you know, that travel a bit, they can come in whenever they want and just set up and do a bit of gaming, getting easy. And then we'll do our, our mandatory drinking alcohol in the evening. <laughs> what we like to call the warm-up evening. The, the warm-up evening. So everyone could be nice and, and slightly hungover for, for the next day, which is going to be the basic event, where either you're going to play uh, 2,500 points of uh, normal missions, or I really say normal because we're going to have some shenanigans, yep. or you play 1,500 points on Mortalis, and it's all going to tie in together with next year's narrative, which is going to be uh, the battle for the Varangian system. Oh, yes. And and this is also the time where we are going to introduce the third faction, isn't that right, Eric? Yes, (laughs) yes. We have been going for, yeah, actually for one and a half year now in the Railtech with the the Loyalists, the Separatists, and the Traders. And with the last Railtech event, we turned... um, we finally actually won the planet with the, for the separatists, um, or at least they won back their main base and uh, held that. So uh, they have now formed the Union of Freedom, which will be our third faction, because we have put the system together. So we have all the different planets we're fighting on in the same solar system. Um, and that means that now we actually have an extra army or an extra faction out there that will be capable of flying to other planets and join up in the fighting. Um, so it, it's a side mainly for uh, um, a faction that's going to be mainly for stuff like Solar, Axilia, uh, Militia, maybe if you have uh, Black Shields and stuff like that. So all the armies that are not really uh, trader curious or, or loyalist curious. <laughs> um, curious. <laughs> the, the thing that gives us a chance now is, is to pair up uh, a mix of armies that normally end up either being... Nor, normally you put all the Solar Ox or Mechanicum or Militia in one of the either traders or loyalists, depending on numbers and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But now we're actually yeah, so- have a third faction in the mix and trying to to mix it up a bit. So we'll write uh, like custom uh, warlord traits and custom kind of missions and stuff for this third faction to create a narrative. <coughs> yeah, exactly. And we, we will... So um- fucking normal people caught in the struggle and they don't want to take sides. Because if you read uh, the books and stuff, you, you, you keep meeting the everyday Joe that just want to survive. And the background of the Black Shields are a good example of that. And we want to give them to yeah, exactly. pirates and people mm-hmm. have their own agendas in the war. I can, and I can form a lines of, of convenience. And I can say very much that there, there, there may be a rogue trader fleet uh, showing up and being involved with the Separatists next year. 
Um, oh, yeah, that could happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I could very much promise you it's going to happen because um, <laughs> I'm painting it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the, as you say, Freddie, there are people with all their, all their own agendas coming in and uh, supporting the, uh, the, the freedom, the, uh, the soldiers of fortune and freedom. Yeah, for, for Wildtag, at least, um, we'll see how it works if we spread it out. But at least for Wildtag, we're going to make a whole new, uh, whole new army with smugglers and stuff like that. Um, so basically, it's going to be kind of militia-like, but not militia at all, because it's going to be civilians, which will just be a place to try out new models, try something different. Um, we'll be making new spatial characters. One of the things we have done in Railtag is to make spacer characters that show up in the campaigns, which can also easily trend, go to there. They can easily go to other planets um, and where they actually die, where they die for real. Um, so we, we have had characters show up and uh, disappear again. Um, sometimes because to come back and sometimes to never, to never come back. Um, so we, if you have some interesting units, you might be able to find a way to field them. And again, with three factions, we're going to have a lot more uh, bloody fighting going on and many, many new combinations, which is, I, I think it's going to be awesome. And we also make space for if we just at some of the events want to introduce some of the, the more piratey factions like Orcs or Dark Elder from 7th. But uh, we, we'll see how it works out. And at least at Wildsack, you're going to see it. So and yeah, we're still planning on the other events. What to do there? Oh, they'll 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 be. Uh, it, it's all part of the story that's under construction right now. And and, and exactly. Yeah, we're gonna. I can very much see them at all the events there. And I'm, I love the I love the sound of Gothcon kicking us off in this direction. Uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward. Like you said, Freddie, to see all the different uh, types of games there and everything that's going to be coming through. Did Did I hear something about? Um, Possibly bringing back the uh, the racing game you, you we tried out at the painting course as well, or uh, the Rhino Rally. Yeah. Oh, we always could. Never know, huh? I, 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 <laughs> rules, but I was thinking um, it might be a late night event. Oh, oh here's the drinking event. Oh God. Yeah. The <laughs> that could be so. Bring a mask pad and rhino, sprayed very well with oil paint. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Maybe. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so then we've got then after after we've after uh, Gothcon, we've got a little bit of a break until it's only a short break actually. Looking at it, uh, <laughs> oh no, no it's a, there's a month in between until Lincoln. And Freddie, we've got some some plans for Lincoln. We do indeed. We do indeed. And Lincoln, once again, uh, keeping our fucking form true, is going to be a Centurion event, 1,500 points, with our new updated Centurion Rules Mark II. Oh. 2.0. Yep. Nice. We're basically going to run uh, the City Fight missions from Book 4. Best book ever. <laughs> so fucking good. It's so good. Oh, 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 hashtag, oh, best oh. Uh, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag best book ever trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we're going to do it. We have a custom four sword for that. Uh, custom rules. 
basically uh, there will be no um, right of wars because you're going to run the special mission right of wars that we have provided in the players pack which have we put them up we haven't <laughs> not yet no, you'll, you'll, you'll find out you'll find out uh yeah we'll show 1500 point centurion with a twist because there's always a twist yeah and it's yes <laughs> uh because the day before that we're going to host our ever first adeptus titanicus event and that's going to be now we, rumor was that it's not just going to be the eight mil adeptus titanicus but the 28 mil Adeptus Titanicus as well. Yeah. <laughs> the grown-up version. Well, Scaled-up version. So, well, basically what we're going to do, we're going to allow players, if they bring their 28-mil uh, uh, Titans and their opponent has 28-mil Titans, they're allowed to play Adeptus Titanicus in 28-mil. Awesome. Which so if you've got the Titans, bring them if you got them, basically. Fuck yeah. But yeah, for everyone else, uh, we're going to have 8th mil as well. So That's going to be awesome. And we're, uh, Pell, Pella and I have been working away on all the 8th mil terrain down at the club. So we're going to have enough uh, tables. We're, we're probably just going to cap it at maybe 20 players. So we will make sure that all the tables have enough terrain and stuff. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And then yeah, because city tables are quite demanding on the amount of terrain. Yeah. But you know, that's gonna be awesome. And then so we've got the two the two biggest gaming conventions in um in Sweden for our first two events, and we've got some special guests coming over, which we're not gonna announce just yet, but there will be special guests coming over for definitely for Lincoln. Um uh, as far as I as far as I can remember, uh, don't know about Goth gone yet, but you never know. If and by special guests we mean people we know who play Heresy from other podcasts and stuff. So <laughs> don't please don't be expecting uh, Black Library authors ready to be showing up. We're not we're, we're not that cool yet, um, unless we've got stuff on Graham McNeil that I don't know about from Adepticon that we can use as blackmail. But you know, we, we will have from March. <laughs> from March, okay. <laughs> so you never know who might show up depending. Or blackmail material, we can get. <laughs> um, and then so we've got Lincoln. Then the the Swedish summer kicks in, and everybody disappears for like a month and a half, and and nothing gets done. But that that's that's how life is. Um, but we do have coming up in August, the beginning of August, we have the Raltac event, and that's taking place up in Stockholm uh, at our usual home base. And Eric, yeah. this is your baby. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, first of all, you won't be playing Jody. You you'll be. I'll be running it. I'll be game mastering the event. I know. I'm looking forward to yeah, that. But... Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've always started preparing it um, because there is so much we we want to do there. Uh, basically, it's going to be the real time event that a lot of at least the Swedish and Danish players have tried. We are not going to be playing the normal where you just count what ter ter territories you hold and stuff like that. We, my plan is to have a whole storyline like we had last time. You, you told about it earlier here, Jody. Yeah. Um, 
absolutely huge and long storyline. So it will be like going to a computer game where stuff just happens. And of course, all the factions will have uh, missions that kind of counter each other here and there. So uh, if, if one faction does all its missions, then the other two factions will definitely not do all their missions. Um, and yeah, again, we are bringing in a new army. We are... We are bringing in, uh, we have the third faction, just like the other events. We have, um, we're probably going to do, so each faction has a general. So each each faction has a base, and you have a general whose only job is to control, um, like, extra, um, if, let's say you need some, some support, then he's going to send planes off from the main base that will come in from reserve. He can send in missiles that can get shut down. There will be... There will be so much to do, and the the cool part here is we'll be able to bring in three players that don't even have an army, just to participate as uh, as um, as leaders of the different factions. Um, so, if you're interested in joining one of the factions as a faction leader, then uh, you should probably get in contact with us because we'll be looking up uh, people there uh, to do, to do just that, and. Yeah, you don't even need to have so much experience in Horus Heresy because you, if you go in as a faction leader, you're not even going to have to know the rules and how to play. Um, you'll basically be responsible for, for playing a strategy game on a, on a larger level, moving around uh, the frustrated uh, army generals that yeah, will never see peace. <laughs> so there, there's a lot coming at Riltac. And uh I'm definitely looking forward to it. I know Jody is too. Oh yes, quite a lot. <laughs> um, and yeah, we we got half a year, so or more than half a year. So the story is gonna be amazing. I'll promise you that. Um, yeah, that's about it. Where I got for that one. And that, that uh, remember, this is this is all just teasers. We're going to be doing what we always do in the Virgin Heresy. We're going to be going through all. All our events with pre-event shows, player pack shows, because we know everybody reads the players pack. But just to make sure, we like to do the audio version as well, because we know everybody listens to our podcast as well. So, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're trying to cover all the bases as we can. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, there'll be so much more details coming out over the course of next year. Uh, which yeah, I, I, would say, I would say one thing about our events for this year, People, I know it's it's hard for people to do, but everyone should read the player pack um, because in many of these events, because it's going to be so narrative, it's not just yourself you're cheating when you go into the first game not knowing what the fuck's going on. It's it's often going to be a team or yeah, it's it's actually going to have an effect on other people if you don't know what the event is about and just show up with some stuff. Uh, so read the playoff pack. I know it's use. It used to be boring. We will do what we can to make it not boring. Um, yeah, but we'll make we, it beautiful. It'll be a work of art. Yeah, 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 yeah. Each player pack will be a specific work of art. Have no fear. Yeah. So, so spend spend those fifteen minutes because we'll be spending days and weeks on preparing for you. Yeah, as it is now, as it's already been discussed, Magnus will apparently be hosting the next Cult of Paint. Um, <laughs> <18 -4. laughs> yeah. He's only just found out about this, but um, 
I'm next in line to host. You're next yeah. in line. You're, you're you're hosting the next one. So um, I think I, I don't know how much Magnus might know about this one. So Freddie, <laughs> would you like to explain to Magnus exactly what he's hosting, please? Yeah, what I'm, what All right. I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, so we're getting Colts Paint back again. It's going to be the end of August the beginning mm -hmm. of um, September, a three-day course, and it's going to be military modeling uh, theme bolt action, I say. But now I hear everyone that in the Harrisburg is like, oh my God, it's not heresy. No, there's a reason why it's not heresy. This is because we've done previous courses where we learned the basics. This is more a masterclass. And to have a masterclass, you need to have real things that you can look at. So... If, if Henry is going to go through techniques and show us something, like he wants to do something about it, let's say we take a Tiger tank. Everyone knows Tiger tank in World War II. He, he will have he has concept art. He has photos of real Tiger tanks. And he can say, like, well, this is what they look like after mud, rust, and so on. And, and then he can go through the techniques. And we're taking it even further. So we're working on one tank that's going to be provided by Henry. So you get to get a list to pick between a couple of tanks. But the reason why we're doing like so strict is that he really wants everyone to get a, get away from this course with like a so much higher level of understanding in, in being able to paint realistically with different effects. And it's easier to do it realistically if we use real vehicles compared to like a Rhino or whatnot. Because you can actually show show on real photos, or you can show on like stuff in in the in the wild that this is this is how you see a bolt, how it is affected by rust. This is like what the tank looks like when he drives through a fucking muddy field, and and you're gonna learn everything from whitewashing to all kinds of stuff. And and World War II tanks are really really easy, easy and good tools to learn all the techniques, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think with something like this, and this is something I think we that it needs to people need to get away from as just a general perception. What you're what you're there to do with these courses, you're there to learn the skills. It's not about the model you paint on. Um, you can literally take. I mean, when we did the very first course um, with Matt and the guys. Um, you know, a couple of years ago now, when we first did that one, um, we did it, but we had uh, people like Johan who, from uh, OSS up in uh, Solentino. He came down. Yes, he did the heresy painting, but he immediately took those skills and went straight into doing bolt action and other stuff with it. You know, Freddie, that's, that's one of the things you paint a lot, yeah. is your bolt action and everything. These things just drop, you know, they're, they're, it's all about techniques. So if you sit there going... I'm a heresy player. I'm never going to use it. You will. You know, yeah. you can take a rhino and take a rhino from basic legion colors and throw all these techniques on. And suddenly you've got a rhino that's been on a death world for God knows how long. And it's been, you know, it could be damaged to shit. It could be, you, maybe it's an ice planet and it's got whitewash on there. Or you, you, maybe it's learning snow effects. Whatever is going to be in the course, it can be transferred from surface to surface. So don't just sit there and go, well, I've got no interest in painting a bolt action tank. Because God knows you might actually really enjoy painting a bolt action tank anyway. And then you've got a new yeah, game to go play. But, but the thing is, just being able to have the, 
the possibility of comparing it to a thing in the real world. Like you can go down to the arsenal or whatever the tank museum and you can compare it and like, look, like they, these how, how the fucking oil flows on a fucking side rivet. No. And then you can show, oh, oh, fuck, I nailed that technique. Or this is how you whitewash. And then you apply it to any militia tanks. You apply it to any of the Legion tanks or whatnot. You can say, like, well, this tank drove in that kind of environment. And it, it the, reason, the, the thing we do anyway to our heresy models, we do military modeling, but with heresy vehicles. Yeah, that's how it started. All, let's be fair. <laughs> but it all started back in the day when you did, like, those uh, 1 to 35 scale models and, and, and this. And this is... Like Jody said, it's not about the tank you're actually painting because you're learning a technique and you're learning it on like you use, no one cares the canvas that you're painting on. It's just that we're picking a canvas that that some someone that we think is going to give you the most amount of skills out of. And I, I can tell you because uh, Freddie, myself and Henry had a, a sit down conversation about this a little while ago. There has been a lot of thought put into the what what's going to be done um and what's going to be um actually put into uh what you're going to be learning on all the different steps you know this isn't uh there's there's no cut and paste in this there's no um you know half-assed attempting you know the these guys are solidly serious about um what they're doing at cult of paint and this is another avenue for them and for us it's another way of leveling up the heresy and introducing new people to our hobby and community because it's going to open it up and that's going to be just awesome. And you know, the lot every time we've done one of these painting events, because they're events, it's you know, it's not just a course, it's an event. We have fun, you know, barbecue days, gaming, all that sort of shit. Everybody grows, you know, meets new people. It's all about that community, and that's where the where it all comes in, you know. So that's where I think it's you know. We massive want, takeaway we just want to take it to the next level and if you want to go to the next level i think the the world war ii aspects of it is is a natural progression where you can where you actually have an established military modeling community so you have a lot of books and resources and materials so when you actually tried it out you can read those like the faq from yeah. uh, ak uh, and and all that stuff like you, you can compare them you realize well this is a technique and then you you transfer that over to the horse heresy and it and you will notice that basically this is what Portugal did back in the day. They transferred over military modeling to to the, the sci-fi setting of 40K. And it, and it fucking worked. And now we're going back to our roots just to fine-tune our skills. And also, if you bring a, a, a marine tank, not all of them are going to have like uh, bare faces and stuff. But the crew on the World War tank, World War II tank, they will have uniforms. They will have uh, bare faces. So you'll learn how a little bit about tank you learn how to do a little bit like a storage about sandbags camouflage nets and so on and, and all that stuff you can later on apply to your militia or your legions exactly it's the opportunity for everyone that arrives on the course to have the same fucking tools to learn all the techniques and it's going to be a blast Fuck simple yeah. as that it's three days of fun you're going to love it um, and the best thing about that I think when you come away from one of these courses, you need something to work towards. You need something to be dropping on there. And, oh, look at that. A month afterwards is the big one. The, 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 the event, one, one event to rule all the crazy. It's Scandus. It is, it is the event to, to do end the series. 
And uh, Freddie, we got so yeah. much fun going on this one. Yeah, so many, so much crazy week. shit. Yeah, it's kind of this year. It's going to be super crazy shit. Uh, we're basically going to have big, big tables, and we're also going to have the ZM. Uh, and the ZM, the planets. Imagine uh, a massive planet surrounded by an iron ring of a gigant, giganimore. Gigantic, like the ring of Saturn's, sort of like, but the space station. And so we're going to have so mortalis tables with different levels. So people can go up and down levels while they play so much else. They will take control of different aspects of the space station that will then affect the big main battle. And the big main battle, we're going to do go back to our roots. We're going to do 3,500 points with no restrictions on force organization charts. And, and all the missions are going to be like specific narrative missions. So we're not going to do the stock standard missions and there won't be a stock standard uh, force org. So it's up to the players to do it. And but we're also at the Soma Talis. It's going to be like a thousand points combatant chart. So so it's stock standard. But all of that is like you can travel in between different levels and you will activate and you find like different stuff that you will send down to the planet where the massive battle is happening. There may or may not be land strikes. There may or may not be land strikes. <laughs> or there may or may yeah. not may be may not things be like, like knights being dropped in and shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it may or may not be. Nah, but it's gonna be like super, <laughs> super fun and super cool. Yeah, and we're going to have the, the big, big games as well, as always. Yeah. Um, are, we, are we talking 3,500 or 4K this year? Or are we... No, we will do 3,500, uh, but with no restrictions on four swords. No four swords, either? No four sword restrictions. Oh. Y'all could go crazy. Oh. No, but that, that's the whole point. And then 1,000 points for the Sermatellis. Get your get your Gorgonzola calculators out there. You'll be good. You've yeah. got a year to build to it, buddy. How many grenadiers can you bring in a militia army? Okay, <laughs> we have to work that out between us to see who can get there first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some company is going to run out of engine. The raffle draw will do everything. It's it's going to be like a two day massive super event. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be balls out crazy as always. And, and we're looking forward to be there. Oh yes, it's gonna be and 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 you know as always as sort of tradition, um, because we're gonna be doing it again. Scandus or the end of Scandus will herald herald the. Uh, the, the drawing of next year's the 2019 raffle. Yeah. So, uh, you know, not only do you get the, the awesomeness of the Scandus weekend where we'll be, uh, we'll be doing it all year, upping our, our social media coverage of what we do, but you'll get all, all the shenanigans and, you know, we'll do some Scandus candids and some interviews and stuff and, you know, we'll do all that sort of fun jazz, but you'll then get to see whoever's dying in the background here and moving heavy shit around. Um, you know, you'll get to Sorry. see live stuff like that. Yeah, you will be. Um, and <laughs> you're not the one who's got to edit this, damn it. Um, yeah. And uh, they'll they'll be will flow as seamlessly as we are right now into the drawing of the event for whatever the big prizes, donated prizes, and all that sort of shenanigans will be. 
Um, and if I'll, I'll say this now, uh, if you do want to be involved in the draw uh, and helping out with the draw in any way, shape, or form, like you want to donate something, or you want to shout it out, or you're interested in how you can help, again, just drop us an email, theveranginharrisy at gmail.com, and we will give you all that information and help you out with uh, how, finding a way of getting involved. Um, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, and that, as it stands, wraps up the event series for next year. Now, that's not it. As I said, there's going to be a butt-ton of more detail being released. There's going to be all our um, fun shenanigans that we like to run at every event. There's going to be the swag to end all swag, as always. Uh, because we, we like to bring the swag because you guys bring the armies, the you know, the uh, the desire to be there. You're the reason we, we run these events. You come out and make those events happen. So we want to give you some guys some cool stuff to go back home with, uh, which is what we will do. Um, so, you know, th there's so much more to come out, and we're really looking forward to talking to you guys about it uh, as, as the year progresses. Uh, there may or may not be some some specialist books and other other crazy stuff that will that will appear in the not so distant future so is there anything that i have missed is there anything we need to talk about gentlemen that we can't sort of now look to possibly wrap this up and tie 2018 in a nice little heresy is not dead fuck you bow <laughs> anything from you gentlemen in the, in the garage there not really just uh, thank Thank everyone for this year. It's been fucking amazing. It's good to catch up with people here and there all over the world and shit. And I can't wait for next year. And fucking happy yeah. New Year. Yeah. Exactly. yeah happy New Year. Looking forward to make it all better than every other year. Exactly. And again, just to echo those statements, I think everybody, thank you so much for, for a fantastic 2018. 2019 is going to level up once again. And, uh, you know, the heresy train has no brakes it's rattled through the station of 2018 let's look forward to see what it may or may not hit in 2019 um so that being the case there is no need for a wrap-up that's the wrap-up we've done we've we've put it in a bow so i'm gonna say and, and now i hope you're ready for this eric you remember your line and potentially what uh, order you're doing what now, was it just just listen to how we how it, and just listen to the person before you. Yes. <laughs> He'll set it up nicely, okay? So yes. I'm gonna say if that's been the case. It's a good night from me. And me. And me. And me. And remember, guys, yes. <laughs> treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets, be full grim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast signing off. Let the bodies